1: Wait a minute! I think we are live. I think we're officially live now. Okay. Please tell me we're live. <laughs> All right. If we're in the comments. Oh, I see us going live I, now. Okay, okay, okay. We're live. People,
2: we're live. how much
3: of that did you hear? Listeners and viewers, how much of that? Whatever we said about you, that was we were joking. We knew we were obviously we knew we were live. Uh, anything I said about the listeners, the viewers, and main fans general uh Jed michu jose young's Ariel hawani obviously i knew we were live and i was just doing a joke you know i was doing a little bit so uh you
1: know whatever we're ready to go we're ready and yeah honestly like uh, ak and i spoke for about like four minutes we actually hit live let's go let's do the damn thing and nothing was happening i went and looked at the mma fighting youtube page and literally nothing was there so i might have said some expletives that mm-hmm. Maybe you heard, and maybe yeah. you didn't, but I was not happy that this didn't start on time. But and it turned out all I had to do was push a yes or no on is this content like suitable for children. Isn't That's that it. That's all that stopped us. Isn't so we that figured that out, and <laughs> now we're good. So officially, uh, officially, ladies live. and gentlemen, welcome to a special live edition of On to the Next One. We're here I... on YouTube, soon on the MMA Fighting Podcasting Network, and maybe you'll get the expletive. Uncensored,
3: unedited. I can't wait to hear it. Intro. I really, uh, I
1: really, I really picked the wrong time to
3: start reciting my uh, credit card information and uh, and password. I don't know why I did that. I was just like, you know, it was like a vocal exercise because I thought we were off the air. But you know, hey, if anyone got it, uh, too bad for me. I I've seen this sort of statement a lot. I, I just don't buy it. I just don't buy it. They will be fighting. Well, I'm sure Colby and and, and, and Jorge uh, didn't buy it at the time either. So uh, thankfully, oh you, thankfully, you and I don't, other than, oh, no, we have like a whole history of podcasts and videos, but like we don't have any like Instagram. We've never, I think people, we, you know, if anyone tuning in for the first time to uh, onto the next one, you know, Mike and I have never met. He's my best friend. Uh, I love the man to death. We have never met in person somehow. So someday we will, you know, obviously there's a lot of reasons why I'm, I'm in another country. Uh, of course, COVID happened. So, so, and it's just not conducive to work for us to so just zip around for no reason. But I await the day when we can finally meet. And uh, no, we're not going to come on. We're not going to become like Colby and Jorge.
1: No, so. absolutely not. But we're here to do some matchmaking. So, if you're new to the program, we're going to do some matchmaking yeah. with the help of you guys, help from our usual listening audience, the community. They send in their picks, and we're going to go through some of the notable names coming out of last night's card Covington, Mazadal, RDA, etc. I am Mike Heck. The best friend this year, like the the true best friend. This isn't like gonna be used for a promo, okay? This is AK Lee, my actual best friend, the Prince of Positivity, and the co Matchmaker. So, how are you this morning? Are you are you feeling fresh? Are you feeling fresh after a long I had this, night? I just had this horrible
3: uh, visual of a of the promo now with you and you your audio being used this is my best friend i this is not going to be used for a promo and then like the warp it this isn't going to be used for a promo and they like put like a, you know a filter over the video and put devil horns on me and you really you've really given them something to work with here mike uh uh mike mike by the way out there michael conifray and uh, uh Otno memes page on instagram don't turn this into a meme all right mike and i are not going to be are not going to be enemies Just don't do this uh i'm doing great mike we've been i don't know if you all heard you know whatever uh when we thought we were live but uh we've been covering this event for so long now it feels like i really obviously all week but just we've been on every preview show we have on every post fight show QA you've been you did between the links which is a lot of 272 talk uh literally we just got off the air for what the uh, post fight show seven hours ago about uh yeah probably less I, less. Mean, I think less we were that. done less less than seven hours ago and here we are but anyone else who by the way anyone here who watched the post fight show and is tuning back in for of the next one Uh, My hat's off to you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, guys. We love... We love. We do it for you guys, uh, and we love seeing that uh, you're listening, watching, and and commenting. Leave your comments and and matchmaking suggestions, please.
1: We are a little sleep-deprived, but we are ready to get into this thing. It's time to matchmake. We have our thoughts. We'll have your thoughts in the chat here. So when we start getting into the stuff, like I know some of you have already listed off in the comments like every matchup that you want to see, but we're going to go through this sort of fight-by-fight through the main card. We'll do a wild card, and then you can throw up your suggestions. We'll throw them up on the screen and uh, we'll, we'll put them out there for the world to see. So here we go. That's right. Wade Boggs shirt. Oh. What up? Oh, Massachusetts sit down. <laughs> no, there uh, is. I did want to say this morning, Mike,
3: there is, there's one, one new England born accent that, you know, I stand by, right? No days off, no days off.
1: Uh, Bill Belichick. I support that because that's how we do it around here. I'll tell you, there's no days off. That's why the show is called "On to the Next One." Bill Belichick, Bill Belichickian, right there. Again, we're onto on okay. to this, we're on to the next thing. So, credit uh, to the great coach. Credit to the great coach. A lot of like, a lot of these main events, AK. When we come out of them, we seem to know what direction we're going to go. It seems obvious. The path is pretty clear. We know sort of heading into each fight, and we don't have to work all that hard to figure it out. This one is a little different for obvious reasons because we had Colby Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. Big grudge match. This was all Covington. This fight was not competitive for 99% of it. Masvidal did land a good shot in the fourth round that stunned Covington a little bit. I mean, but this is one-way traffic. I, I actually scored at 50-43. to 43. I watched the fight again this morning. I completely stand by that scorecard. I thought Colby had a 10-8 round in the third. I thought he had a 10-8 round in the fifth. Either way, 5044 is a fine card as well. 4946 is a little silly, if we're being honest. But Covington's back in the win column. He's clearly the second best welterweight in the world behind Kamar Usman, who he has fought twice. Second time was four months ago. He's 0-2 against Usman right now. And Usman will likely be fighting Leon Edwards sometime this summer, although that has not been made official just yet. And things could change very quickly. On April 9th if a certain undefeated fighter goes out there and mauls another contender, so <laughs> on this Sunday morning, AK, what do you think is next for Colby? Uh, Mike, you're right. There, there,
3: there, it doesn't feel like there's an obvious path for Covington, especially the way he kind of markets his fights and angles for fights. But he, but he has like sort of gotten the one. He, he, at the end of the day, he kind of gets the ones we feel we need him to get. He got Usman twice. He got Woodley. That's a fight we always wanted to see. Maybe a little bit past his best before date. Uh, he got Masvidal. That's a fight a lot of people want to see for a long time. So I'm crossing my fingers and I'm hoping we get another matchup that I I personally need to see. And I, and I think it's in his best interest to do it. If he wants to stick around at 170 and eventually fight his way back to Usman. Uh, one of the rare like trilogy bouts where a guy is down to nothing, where I still think people will be compelled to see it happen a, a third time. Uh, both uh, both the first two fights were great. So we, uh, we have, uh, you kind of alluded to it. We have Gilbert Burns. We have Kamza Shamaya finally announced on Saturday for uh, UFC 273. It's going down April 9th. Uh, That's a great matchup. I I would love to see him fight either of those guys. So I'm sort of waving my magic wand here. But also, I think this is something that could happen. So this is both what I want to happen and what could likely happen. He gets the winner of that fight. Hamzat, for obvious reasons, the guy is just the biggest thing going. Uh, out, like outside of the, I was going to say outside the top five, but he's definitely in some people's top fives already uh, in the welterweight division. And Gilbert Burns, uh, I don't know if I'm the only one in the MMA Fighting Global Rankings panel that has him number two. I think may- maybe there's one other person, but uh, generally it's you know one two Usman Cummington. I've had Burns at the number two spot for a long time. Uh, Joe Kanan, I guess, agrees with me. Uh, Joe Kanan writing that uh, Gilbert would kill Colby. I don't know about that. That again, I know it's uh, it's a cliche at this point. That pace that Colby puts on is really enough to beat pretty much almost anyone except Usman. But I do think um, Burns is the more skilled fighter. I think uh, he would have to go to you know this would be a he has to finish early for the win. Covington has to take it the distance for the win. That's how that how it would look for sure. Um, But I think Burns number two. I'd love to see him get to prove it, and he has to fight Covington to really to really stamp that down. And uh, obviously Hamza, like I said before, we know we all want to see him fight anybody, especially the number two welterweight in the world
1: yeah I, I saw a lot of this I agree May I agree in one way like if Shamayev beats Burns he's fighting for the title whether he knocks Burns out in three seconds or he wins a controversial split decision it doesn't matter Hamzat Shamayev is fighting for the title if he beats Gilbert Burns so if Burns wins this is the fight to make because Burns isn't fighting Kamaru anytime soon it's just not going to happen um so yeah I mean if if Burns beats Shamayev, it's Burns Covington. I think that makes sense. If Shamayev wins, you know what? I, I actually, I actually think the Poirier fight can happen because there's just not a lot of options here. There, there just really isn't. Because you, we got Vicente Luque versus Bilal Muhammad coming up, and if this is Bellator, this would absolutely be the fight. Like the winner of that fight would probably fight Colby next. But this is the UFC, and I just don't think the casual fan will care all that much about Covington fighting either of these guys. No offense. It's just it's just the way that it is. Maybe Luke, K because of that just vicious knockout power. But I just don't think there's like I don't think there's a ton of energy behind like a Colby Covington versus Bilal Muhammad fight. Because Bilal's been out there just cutting promos on Colby left and right. And while the Bilal fans, and I'm a fan of Bilal myself. Or would be interested in seeing that. It's just not a drawing fight. It's just not something that people are gonna be all that interested in. So I think the Poirier fight is interesting. Um, and I also think Colby's in play as a backup. Like if they book Usman Edwards in July, I think Colby could be the backup. If something happens and Leon's been kind of snake bitten in this whole thing, Colby could slide right in there and fight for the third time. So I will go with Poirier as my official pick. I'm not confident. But money talks and a big bag of it at the tail end of one's career can kind of change some priorities and the way you you think and can kind of take over things you have said in the past. So, yes, I'll go Poirier. Not all that confident in it, but there's just not a ton of really good options here. And for Mazadal, AK, this is super easy. If Usman beats Leon, it's a no-brainer. It's Mazadal, leon Edwards. We have to put this thing to rest officially that's my official pick but if Edwards somehow pulls off the upset wins the title my backup my backup school if you will is uh wonder boy university the rematch between those two guys what say you for for mr game bread
3: it is such malpractice that we have not seen jorge and leon edwards fight yet uh again i know there's probably reasons why you know leon's missed time for various reasons masvidal sort of started trending in this other direction he just got so white hot but man it really feels like that should have been done (laughs) What a what a strange grudge match not to capitalize on. That amazing backstage confrontation. Um yeah, for him, uh I'd kind of throw it Robbie Lawler. I, I I don't know how active Robbie plans to be or how picky he plans to be with his fights. Where, you know, just generally where Robbie Lawler is at that's the stage of his career. I just think it'd be a great fight, fun fight. No strings attached outside of the outside of the uh, octagon. You know what I mean? There's no no big storyline. Maybe they could dig something up. But I kind of need a refresher after all the—I mean, the excellent, the excellent—you um, know—videos we got on Covington and Masvidal's past. Big, big, uh, big props to the UFC marketing team, production team—they uh, did an excellent job with that. Um, so, very happy with what we saw. But I need a detox. I need a detox. Uh, that may be the theme of some of my other picks, just to give a little tease there. So, um, but yeah, I would love to see a fight between Lawler and Masvidal. Uh, it, it Just, just maybe not next, but before both guys' careers are over. I really, uh, I really would like to see that happen. Um, I want to address a couple of comments. One, a guy sending in questions. Just, I would say just kind of wait until we're done our matchmaking segment. We'll, feel free to spam questions later. Spam questions, and suggestions later. We will get to them. And NBK Outlaw saying, uh, UFC is MMA-based, not striking only. Uh, Jorge stand-up is also being exposed lately. Guys, listen, this is part of my campaign here. we got to stop mixing the martial arts. We're, we're mixing the martial I mean, a, a little mixing of the martial arts is fine but it's just almost too, too much mixing martial arts. Hashtag keep the martial arts apart guys. All right. I'll, I'll put that up in the chat. Just, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying this makes
1: martial arts thing. I don't know if it has much of a future. I think the UFC's first option would be to book Poirier versus Nate. I think a lot of people want to see that fight. I, I think that's cool. That's probably like my first choice, but again, you're dealing with Nate Diaz and if Nate doesn't get exactly what he wants, he's just not going to fight and he's fine with that. So I'm going to bank on history here and, uh, that'll be the backup plan Colby gets in there and they just they just make it and they just give Poirier a big bag of money so yeah that's been, a yeah sorry, sorry I should sorry. I'm gonna say sorry I, I actually don't mind
3: your Poirier pick like you say I know you don't feel you're not like 100 on it but the call-out makes sense again there's it goes the opposite of what I'm saying A no drama fight for Masvidal uh Poirier and Covington would be the opposite of that again just even more drama maybe even worse somehow than the Masvidal uh Covington stuff and um Yeah, uh, you know, what people are saying is Poirier does not want to help someone like Colby make any money. But if the right offer comes along, and it's more about how much money can you make. So if Poirier is, if they find a way and and make it worth Poirier's time, at that point, you just, you know, you can't care about how much money the other is going to make. You got to just do it. So wouldn't surprise me to see that fight. I don't think it's a smart option for for Poirier, frankly. Um, But uh, again, if the money's right, just go for it.
1: Let us move ahead to Rafael dos Anjos. Dominant win over a game and a G, if you will, a gritty, Hinata Moicano, the Brazilian zombie. What a performance. And coming back after a bit of a layoff. Crazy fight week. Seriously, like just a just a weird week for RDA. He's supposed to fight uh, Rafael Fiziev, Really everyone. I mean, this is a unanimous everybody's looking forward to this fight. And then Fazib gets COVID. He's out. Islam maybe comes in. RDA calls the bluff on social media. Then he's got Dana White coming out saying that Islam turned him down and turned the fight down. So RDA comes out looking like a like a couple milli here. And Hinata Moaikano looks pretty good in in defeat. I mean, this was uh this is a fight that probably could have been stopped at the end of the third round, if we're if we're being honest. But I thought Mark Goddard did a tremendous job and the pay Structure in MMA is the biggest reason why this fight continued on, but Rafael dos Anjos gets it done back in the wind continues on and could be a big fight in his horizon. AK. Is this, is this something outside of his or are you just going right back to the, to the physique? Well, no, no, this is, this is where I want Poirier to land. Can we not have a, somehow just have
3: a classy gentlemanly fight between two of the most skilled revered, dare I say beloved fighters in all of MMA. Uh, I, I, again, like, as far as rankings go, as far as getting, you know, is this going to, you know, angling for a title shot? I'm sure it still matters to both guys, but Dustin Poirier has had his cracks, the undisputed title. Um, RDA has held the undisputed title. Um, and, and yes, a, a, win, a win would be good for either guy's resume. But I would just like to think, I think it'd be a fun fight. What a great battle of skills. What a classy build we would probably get i mean both guys would be the only the only t- time we get tense is probably both guys like try, trying to figure out who would donate more to charity or something before the fight it's like they'd be trying to one-up each other in that regard um but the fight itself would just be amazing i, I know it'd be missing that animosity that people are hunting for um it, it, it would never headline a pay-per-view like Cummington and the you know i i get it but as a fan who just wants to see this kind of pu- – this cool, pure fight and see both guys get like a fight that I still think is, is, is meaningful, uh, is meaningful in some way. Um, let's just throw that out there. I'm throwing that, I'm throwing that out there into the universe.
1: Rafael Dos Anjos versus Dustin Poirier. It's physique for me. Just rebook it. I know it's a lame answer and I want to give a whole speech and take us on a journey and give you just a, sh- a reaction of shock. But it's just not going to happen. Let's just do what we were supposed to do. Let's just keep things simple. And good performance for RDA. But I said this on the post-fight show, and I'm going to say it here again. Bryce Mitchell stole the show on Saturday. Absolutely stole the show. I mean, what a performance against Edson Barboza. I predicted a 30-26 drubbing on the preview show. This actually exceeded my already incredibly high expectations it really did and to the point where a 30 27 scorecard scored for Bryce Mitchell Ooh. was probably the most egregious scorecard in the entire thing on the entire event like it Spanky. really was it's so bad 30 20 this this was much closer to a 30 25 than a 30 27 this was a one-sided beating this guy is a problem thug nasty deserves a top 10 guy and I think Josh Emmett is a perfect test because. Not only can Josh knock your block off, but he could wrestle too. And he could defend wrestling. And look, I mean, just look where he trains. He's at Team Alpha Man. He's been there forever. And Josh is looking for a big fight. This one could headline a fight night. This could be a five-round co-main event on a pay-per-view down the road, maybe later on this year. I just, I like the matchup. I, I know a lot of people want to see Ortega or Cater. I feel like Cater at just after that Jakadze win, he's he's a little bit maybe one more win he gets to that point. Uh, Ortega is interesting coming off the loss to Volk, but I just feel like Bryce is a guy that, you know, has big time potential. You don't want to rush him too much, but he definitely deserves a top 10 guy. And I think Josh Emmett is, is just that guy. Ak, okay. What do you think is next for, for Thug Nasty?
3: Yeah, I, I landed on Josh Emmett as well. Um, it, it, it you know, I'm sure people have some, uh, like you said, that performance, I feel like one answered a lot of questions as far as you know being able to beat a veteran and kind of captured people's imaginations he's got a very entertaining grappling style you know you can't say that for everyone a lot a lot of fighters get uh, get criticism you know for for um emphasizing maybe control over submission or ground and pound this guy does a little bit of everything you know he's 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 very mindful of his positioning for sure uh he's very gifted in that way but he's also definitely always attacking always looking for submissions endless cardio uh covington-esque almost i would say and as far as ability to push the pace Um, How will he do against, you know, obviously a better grappler with similar cardio to him? I mean, that's a question that gets asked when you fight guys in the top 10. Josh Emmett, probably still a favorable matchup. I I do think of Emmett mostly as a striker, of course, Um, but certainly a top 10 guy, higher ranked than Barbosa. Uh, and I still think higher ranked than Bryce Mitchell. I'm not sure how high people want to jump him in there. He's still actually just outside my top 10 in the UFC, which says more about the strength of the featherweight division. Um and if, and if anyone wants to dispute that, I'll tell you, I have him behind Arnold Allen, who's 8-0 in the UFC. Um, Dan Ige, who's kind of holding on for a spot. I, I could see people bumping him down. Uh, Giga Jakadze. I still have him above Bryce. And uh, Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett would be up there as well. And then, of course, the, the people above. But I did dope a poll, Mike. Mike, I don't know if you heard. <laughs> I mean, look, some even in the morning I'll take a poll sometimes. I I admit it. I admit it. Sometimes I'm just you wake up. Sometimes I just wake up in the morning and I'm craving a poll. And that's fine. And so this poll is uh, where do you rank Bryce Mitchell in the UFC featherweight division right now? Uh, top five, top ten, top fifteen, outside top fifteen. So uh, top ten early returns, pretty, pretty favorable, which I, I think makes sense. I think a lot of people like that. I'm just outside the top ten, but uh, hey, if you think he just took Barbosa's spot, he's probably he's probably top ten in the UFC
1: yeah i he's a problem i I mean featherweight is so good it's it's probably the most underrated division in the sport right now and i've been saying that probably for the last two years but it's very close to like where bantamweight is in in terms of depth and and this new generation these new contenders are are making the way up and plus the guys who are established at the top are i mean alexander volkanovsky might be the best fighter in the world he might be the best pound fighter fighter on the planet and he's just not getting that respect. So we'll see what happens. He's obviously got a big title fight, and we'll see where Bryce Mitchell goes. Bryce said he was a little, a little banged up after the camp and after the fight, so he wants to take a little bit of time off, and uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, there's a lot of fun options. There's another one. Uh, there's another one that was that's in the comments that we will address later. That I thought was super interesting. Uh, <laughs> some of these some of these comments after the the poll thing is. Uh, I don't. What did I? A little rambunctious. I don't know what I said. I think. Let's get into this. Let's get into the UFC welterweight debut of one Kevin Holland because that fight was crazy. This is probably the fight of the night in my opinion. With Alex Oliveira, that first round was nuts. Trailblazer is now a like a meme for the rest of his life because of the thumbs up and the rear naked choke. He gets rolling in the second, stops Cowboy, drops him, finishes him. Killer instinct. He got the big crowd reaction when he mentioned the possibility of calling on another Cowboy. I mean, that was A-plus mic work to get the fans to react and knowing that Cowboy is probably in the arena sitting there listening to that. And then I thought it was even better that he goes to the post-fight press conference and he walks back the callout, walks it back, says, no, you know what, after reflection and thinking about it, not the fight to go. But what do we do now? Because this is kind of tough because Kevin Holland has been kind of an enemy of Otno because 170 looks to be the perfect weight class for him. And the more he gets used to the cut and the more he gets used to getting in there and competing, the better he's going to get at 170. But he could also show up this Saturday at that apex and fight at 185 if something popped up and the money was there. We've talked about banning this man from this program, AK. So with that said, he is on the docket this week. What do we do with him now? You you almost you almost said what I was gonna say
3: uh, when you said that he could fight next week. Uh, let me say you're right. We have almost banned him for his his pro, his matchmaking proclivities. Let us say he's just he's just willing to fight all the time. It really messes with our show. We kind of like to project. Oh, who will someone fight on like a normal fight schedule, like two or three months from now? And Kevin Holland was just completely ruining those conversations uh, uh, two years ago. Excuse me. So two years ago when he fought five times in one year, there was no guessing what he was gonna do next. He got a temporary ban, but he is back. Uh, will he be more moderate with his uh, contract signing now? I don't think so. So, Mike, I'm actually looking past this weekend to next weekend. Uh, Gunnar Nelson, yes, Gunnar Nelson is looking to come back uh, from a very, very long layoff. He unfortunately lost his opponent, uh, Claudio Silva. I think the UK needs to get a little taste of Kevin Holland. I think we need to see. <laughs> I think we need to get a, a hello, Governor, from uh, from Kevin Holland. Put this man on a plane to England. Give him the Gun- give him the Gunnar Nelson fight. Uh, it's a yeah, a hell of a tough challenge for him. Obviously Gunnar Nelson, an elite grappler, but Holland, we said he's had all he has. All, he's beaten great grapp- he's beaten good grapplers, not good wrestlers. Um, I'm thinking about like, more like Jacare uh, at uh, 185, and I think at 170 he has all the tools to be contender. That's what we keep suggesting. Let's give him let's give him another veteran. Give him Gunnar Nelson. Uh, see, see we'll see where Gunnar Nelson's at uh, after such a long layoff, and uh, I think this is a win is a little bit higher than uh, Cowboy Oliveira, so he's jumping in. This is not just what should happen, Mike. I'm predicting this week we will hear Kevin Holland taking that uh, Gunnar Nelson fight.
1: Interesting. And for the other comments, uh, he did get a bonus. He got a performance bonus, but I, I, he he probably should a double bonus because that was the bet. That was the most entertaining fight of the night, no doubt about it. It, ended, it didn't go full three, but I mean, if we're talking about entertainment, if we're talking about like which fight we're gonna go back and watch again, it's probably the Holland Oliveira fight over the main event. Just. Just saying it, but there you go. Uh, I liked his idea from the post-fight presser. D-Rod, Daniel Rodriguez. Man's been out for a little bit. He's dealing with some injuries. I know he had uh, some, uh, some hand surgery. He's coming off the big one over Kevin Lee in August. And Rodriguez has top 15 potential. He's got a tremendous story. The dude is like, I mean he's he's like a Diaz like you know you walk up and you talk to this guy for five seconds you're like this guy's a fighter no doubt about it he's a fighter he's got top 15 potential I think he was ranked in the UFC rankings I think at one point he was in the only rankings that matter maybe for a month or so after the Kevin Lee win but then just the inactivity kind of knocked him out of the top 15 in the MMA fighting global rankings but I like the matchup and let us not forget Kevin Holland was going to drop to 170 and fight Daniel Rodriguez in May of 2020, like when the pandemic started. He got a big win over Fluffy Hernandez, and he was going to drop to 170 like a week later or two weeks later and fight D-Rod at 170. Then he got heard and it didn't happen. So we can go back to that. Well, there's a little bit of a story there, and and we can do it. I like the fight. My only, my only uh Cav- my only
3: nitpick of that is I want Daniel Rodriguez to fight someone higher ranked. I think I've been pushing for that for a while. He's in my top 20 uh, in the UFC. And uh, this win for Kevin Holland does not put him in my top 20, actually, because I I'm obviously didn't have, I didn't have Cowboy Oliveira there. And maybe his middleweight success should carry over. So I would understand if people rank him highly, uh, Kevin Holland. But I do have uh, D-Rod over him still. And I want D-Rod to move forward. N- name value wise, obviously a huge fight. Uh, like it, it, I'm sure it's one that he would sign on for in a second. But I, I do want to see Rodriguez, at least as far as rankings go, m- move up a bit in the competition. But uh, no, I, I don't. I don't hate it. I just want. Um, I kind of want them to go go different directions.
1: Let's head to Sergey Spivak, AK. Okay? Mm-hmm. made Greg Hardy look like it was his first amateur fight because like, like I said, this fight was ending in the first round. It was either Greg Hardy was going to knock Sergey Spivak unconscious or Spivak was going to fight smart, take him down, and as soon as he does that, the fight's going to be over. Like seconds later and that's what happened we got the takedown we got a couple of bonus ragdolls which i know a lot of people were were thrilled to see and then the fight was over seconds later spivak wins kind of a many option play here because most of the the realistic ranked fighters in this division they're already booked unfortunately so for beating Greg Hardy and doing so and getting an ovation and getting a lot of new fans, you unfortunately are going to get Alexander Romanov, um, and it's not going to be fun for you. But who knows? If go if you beat Greg Hardy, then you beat Alexander Romanov. You're like you're a legit contender in this division, in my opinion. So I think Romanov kind of feels like the choice. It's just timing kind of sucks for him right now. So. What a prize, AK. You beat Greg Hardy, and now you got to get in there with Romanov. Do you agree with that, or do you have something else in mind? I mean,
3: that was one of the options, given kind of how you laid it out, um, that that just a lot of people ahead of him are booked. Um, I would have loved – it's unfortunate that he already fought um, Tom Aspinall because I think it would have been cool if he could step in for you know Volkov if he's not available to fight in London. Um, so I'm still looking ahead to London, and I think you give him the winner of a fight – that I still think will happen, um, but might not happen at London again for the uh, Russian-related visa issues. Uh, Shamil Abdurakhimov and Sergei Pavlovich are supposed to fight in two weeks. Uh, again, it might not happen in the UK, so but I do think they'll keep that. They'll just keep that fight together, and it will happen somewhere. So and not and not too far like it'll get pushed to a card like either you know end of March or uh, sometime in April. So I don't get it, it'll. It, I don't think it'll get pushed back too far. I give Spivak the the winner of that one. But as you mentioned, there's a lot of directions to go. Um, he just need, I, he just needs to keep getting experience and racking up wins. And then we'll talk about sort of uh, where he might potentially land in the top 10. But great performance from him on, on Saturday. Um, yeah, like you said, as soon as he got that first takedown, we knew, we knew where the fight was going. He took care of business. Good for him. Uh, nice showing. Uh, main, card, main card opener. Very good spot to be in. So good for you, uh, Sergei Spivak. That was a strong, strong performance.
1: There was, I mean, th- that was the last fight on Greg Hardy's deal. Mm. Um, I really, like, honestly, the only, que- the only real question I wanted Dana White to answer, there's two. One I knew no one was going to, was going to ask him, which was, can you tell us now where you were during the Francis and Gondo serial gone fight? Like, I really want to know the answer to that question. I have to know it's, I'm just so fascinated by the whole thing. And the other question I wanted to know was, what do we do with Greg Hardy? Are you going to re-sign him? Like, at least try to get some sort of response out of Dana. Someone asked him if it was the last fight in his contract. Dana, I th- Dana knew the answer, but he didn't say it publicly. He reached out to his team. He was hoping his team didn't know, and they they did clearly didn't. And no one followed up. No one followed up. Like, what are you doing? I, I was like, yes, we're finally going to get the answer. We never got it. So I don't know. I, I don't think Greg Hardy is long for the UFC moving forward, but this is the ufc it is 2022 and we might see him get re-signed i just i don't know why yeah, if, if, if he, he takes won, a pay cut yeah if he if takes he, a pay he, cut
3: or, or yeah or even yeah if he if he says I'll, I'll fight for a little bit less the u.s would be happy to bring him back they, if they cared about the quality of his fights he would have been cut a long time ago um you you said you said on the shows leading up he has a name you know he has a name outside that that people know outside of mma maybe for the wrong reasons um you know not just the nfl but of course the the business that sort of uh played a part in getting him i shouldn't even say the business the the the, the beating of his girlfriend that got him that played a part in him being exiled from from uh, the nfl uh so i don't know if they I, I i don't think it's a stretch at all to say that they've sort of played up in that notoriety um so yes if he comes, if he takes less money for sure they would they, i think they would give him another shot um and at the very least, stop putting him on main cards. I know, we know we've, we've explained why they do it, it's still not necessary. I hope they don't do it. I hope they just let the guy walk, and I hope the guy, frankly, just gets out of MMA and we never have to talk about him again. But that's wishful thinking. Uh, it is a business, and uh, there is a business scenario where he's uh, still part of the UFC. He
1: should go to boxing, like, he I should go to boxing. He should go away <laughs> out yeah. of the public. I mean, if eye. you're going to stay in combat sports, you need to go to boxing. I don't like mm. the BKFC idea. I mean, sure, fine, why not. Um, but if you really want to like get a career in the sport, you should probably be like a little of a boxer and just try to build your way up, but we'll see what happens. Um, let's go to the wild card round AK. Let's get into the wild card. Um, I did, Dana did say, I think Dana finally like realized it was Hardy's last fight. And then he just, I think the schmo asked him like, what's next for Greg? And he said he didn't know. So, um, would have liked to dig, dug a little deeper there, but, Wild card round. We're going to pick one fighter we have not match made for yet, and we're going to match for, make for them right now. Uh, I will let you go first, AK. We had a lot of good options here. A lot of good
3: options uh, as far as far as far who to pick. So I went with it. We're going, if we're, you know, but if we're going wild, I'm going with the guy who had one of the most wild wins of the night. One Mr. Uh, Tim Elliott. Uh, it had everything you want to see in a Tim Elliott fight. Uh, weird, con- weird yet controlled aggression. Unorthodox angles from which to attack and, and grapple from blatant cheating just straight up cheating uh <laughs> which he later admitted to and again listen <laughs> when you're well, well, he was like a he was he was like, a, like the underdog in that fire at least like he was uh much. i think he was a pretty sizable dog It'll yeah just, uh, Every, everyone with the, the mega medov team and we know uh, umar was the biggest favorite of the card like by far and i know timelia was a pretty sizable underdog as well I, I don't i don't think he cares about that i don't think he's aware of that but he's definitely heard i'm sure some chatter that oh this this uh ulan Bekov kid's gonna run through you Look, if you're a veteran, you do everything you can to win, all right. If if you get caught outside of losing a point, like what happened to uh, uh, Enzachuku, outside of that, you cheat as much as you can because these refs were letting so much stuff slide. Justin Jacoby won. He poked he poked uh, twice in the eyes, and he won a decision. Uh, always cheat, people. That if you're fighting an MMA, you get a free groin kick, you get a free fence grab, you get a free eye poke, uh, illegal knees, a little chintzy. That's one I'd say be very careful with, uh, as Piotr Jan learns, uh, but. Otherwise, really just cheat all you want. And in this case, we saw Tim Liet do the, the glo- a blatant glove grab. And I think he did it more than once as well. So, But hey, he got the win. So I'm going with uh, Tim Liet, who's just, just holding on to that 15 spot in our rankings. I'm like, he refuses to let these young guns uh, take his spot. And I want to see him fight. I think he deserves a higher rank guy now. Alex Perez. Let's go Alex Perez. I think we have to move on from the Alex Perez-Matt Schnell fight as much as we all want it uh it is snake bitten it is Nurmagomedov Ferguson level snake bitten let's not (laughs) maybe you do you do the thing now where you book Perez to fight people maybe keep Schnell around the same card to be a replacement if you want that fight to happen if if Perez's opponent falls out then we can get Schnell Perez but it's just been canceled so many times so uh Timela you deserve a step up for that blatant show of heart determination and uh straight up cheating um so let's go with him and uh Perez
1: I wonder where Tyson Nam is. I, I want to know. I think he's training. I don't know what, what the injury was. I'll have to find out. Maybe I'll have an answer on what you got next or something like that. Uh, I thought Tim Elliott lost that fight, but it's not like a blatant robbery. I'm <laughs> not like up in arms about it. I'm more upset about the 30-27 Bryce Mitchell scorecard works, than I am works. Tim Elliott losing the fight. Uh, but he Tim Elliott just comes out there and admits it and just took, took, took onus of it and Whatever. I I thought that was very interesting. I feel like I have to go with Marina Moroz here because she just deserves it. After that performance over Maria Agapova, the incredible speech after in support of her country and what the Ukraine and what her family and her friends and what everybody is is dealing with right now with with everything. I, I just, that, the whole thing impressed the hell out of me. But the performance, like the actual in-cage product, I mean, it impressed the hell out of me. This was a tremendous performance from Marina Moreau. She was a a, a pretty sizable underdog in this fight. She hadn't fought for two years. No one was really sure what was going to happen. Agapova opened up a ton of eyes with the Sabina Mazzo win. We thought this could be a future title contender. She's got her head on straight. And Marina just went in there and ran her over. Just completely ran her over. Maria had nothing for her. I'm ready to give her a little bit of a step up. Let's do Marina Morose versus Tracy Cortez. I know Tracy's been out for a little while, almost a year to this point. I think her last fight was in April. She won a split decision. Uh, Maybe it was Justine Keish or J.J. Aldridge is one of those two fighters. I'll have to look back into it. But um, yeah, well, she's ready to get back in there. I I think it should be against Marina Morose. I I think Marina deserves a nice step up. I think Tracy Cortez at least 125 is probably like inside the top 20. So yeah, I'm intrigued to see it. Seems like the right fight to me. Why not? Yeah, I,
3: I don't have Cortez high, if only because uh, her the people she's beaten just don't have super strong resumes. I get I get it. You know, when you're kind of where she's coming, like her entry into the UFC, you're not gonna face. Though I guess the Stephanie Edgar, I'm looking at Stephanie Edgar win now. That's that's aged pretty well. Yeah, hundred um, percent. That's true. Okay, all right. I, I, I'll I'll actually be uh, Agapova on the. Uh, on the contender series and had a very controversial uh split decision win over aaron blanchfield so i don't know how much we want to count that one uh, super controversial yeah that was uh again it happened sort of on a you know a random invicta card and aaron blanchfield you know wasn't well known yet so i don't know when talks about it but that was uh that was not great that was um i think most people who watched that fight and paid attention to it pretty clearly scored it for aaron blanchfield but but you're right you're right Uh, No, cortez uh would be a fine uh opponent for morose and uh i still can't believe that she was an underdog going into the night because i, I think we just forgot how good morose is and i know we're all we are all I- I'm one of the people I'm guilty of it if you go back to like when um who was the first pe- person Agap- 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 beat um in the UFC? She smoked her. Um uh favorite? Hannah cyphers Hannah Cyphers. Uh I, I remember I- I'm being super excited, super excited. And Agapov was also a contender series fighter, right?
1: Yes. She yeah. lost yeah, she lost.
3: She lost. Okay. But I was still I don't remember. I, I remember the way she blitzed Cyphers. I was most people like, man, oh, give her give her three or four, give her the right fights, build her up the right way. She could be a threat for the title someday. And I'm not saying that can't happen, but I definitely was drinking the mad drinking the Kool-Aid at first. I've tempered my expectations a lot. Uh maybe other people haven't. And again, that's true. Morose had been off for a while. So, you know, what have you done for me lately? Uh that's probably affected the line. But I was really surprised. I think people forget how good Morose is and, and some of the quality wins she already had on her resume before um
1: fighting Agapova great performance good on her and a lot of people comments about the cheating Jed and i our entire twitter spaces on the 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 prelim pregame is about cheating like there's some sort of cheating or like like potential points being taken away in like every single fight Uh every single fight yeah you know i'm sure
3: i heard i heard uh tim Elliott was so he was guilt-stricken after mike actually he was so guilt-stricken he was really upset about it like oh what did i do i can't believe i cheated and he had to wipe his tears with his his win bonus check the extra yeah. check. He had two checks. He had the he had the show money and he had the win money, and I, he, I heard he used both to wipe his tears. So, uh, very
1: sad. You know, too bad he had to cheat to win. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's really. He really regrets it. Um, but that's he, the thing. Like, why why not do it if you're? There's no penalty for it. Like Mark. Like if Mark Smith's your referee, you get two eye pokes, you get two nut shots, and maybe like one more thing in between before you before you get a stern warning, and then you take a point away. Like this is. Like, as long as this continues to happen and we're not just taking points away and being more strict with it, I mean, this stuff's going to keep happening. And why yeah. wouldn't you do that? And why same. wouldn't you do it when the pay structure is like this? You have a chance to get double double your money. Why won't you grab a glove or grab the fence or maybe poke an eye? If you're not going to get a point taken away, what the hell? I mean, why the hell not? Yeah. Do you think when he's putting an extra steak on the table
3: for his daughter that he's going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, honey. I just want you to know I had to cheat to, to make this. Oh, who cares? I mean, I mean, Umar cares, and, some, and I, I'm not saying the fans shouldn't care. Fan, fans, if you are upset about this, that's more than fair. Cheating is bad, but cheating in MMA to make, money, to make money, to win fights and make money, that's just that's that's a fact of life. Until Mike, as you mentioned, the pay structure. Until both, until the pay is raised for both guys, uh, and there's not so much a consequence for losing, where you literally lose half, potentially half of what you could make. Guys just should do everything they can to win outside of you know bringing a shiv to the
2: cage.
1: Yeah, that's just how it is. Mark Smith should have taken two points away from Kennedy and last night. Like the first eye poke was so bad. Like, especially when the entire first round, all Mark Smith is saying is don't poke him in the eye. Don't poke him in the eye. Keep your fingers up. Keep your fingers up the entire time. You couldn't even hear the commentators. You're hearing Mark Smith warning him to not poke him in the eye. And he pokes him in the eye. And what does he do? Doesn't take a point away. Like, what are you doing? You spent the whole round warning him about it and you don't take a point away. And he, at least he took it away in the third because that was like a really bad one. And and Niku basically fought with one eye and admitted as much in the post fight. And I think kind of like the MMA gods came together and put forth some lightning to the judges to make things even because that probably should have been a draw. It was, a, it was more of a robbery than the Tim Elliott fight. But if we're being honest, because... But Nsujuku should have lost two points. That fight should have been a draw, and it is what it is. So, uh do we have any check the tapes? Do we have any mic checks? You do we have what? any bonus material here? Uh let, I'll get to the tech,
3: check the tapes later. I actually did not have time to collate, as I normally would. But I had people in, who sent in picks also, you know, before this into their picks. They're like, oh, I also want credit for this. So, I will try to mention people. I imagine there's probably a lot of shared points for fights that were made. But, uh, hey, this is, this is a live show. Uh We are on video. So, maybe I'll... Uh, maybe some people will getting some extra love uh, for picks. Just so remind me, guys, if you're an, if you're a regular Otno listener, uh, feel free to message me if a fight gets announced. A lot of guys regularly do. Uh, it annoys me, but uh, you deserve, <laughs> but they deserve their points, and uh, I encourage it. I encourage you, guys. Remind me if you if you had a cool pick and it uh, really any pick and it came up, and uh, we'll we'll shout you out on the show.
0: Okay. And visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.
1: Do you want to give the standard disclosure? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, sorry. One second. Uh,
3: yes, the people. Especially, yeah, especially for people, again, tuning in for the first time uh guys we like to emphasize talking with the winners uh unless it's a title fight or a big fight like this one we had on saturday and then yeah of course we welcome uh, suggestions for the the main event loser uh rule like I, like i was kind of saying before if you want a special special shout out it'll it's specifically you know if you were like the only person somehow to pick a matchup that happened this is very hard to do but it's it's uh if you get it man that not no point it'll put your kids through college and then you may have just made a mistake People please pay attention to the weight class guys are currently fighting in. Have these two people fought already recently? Uh, and there's no point in them rematching. Is someone have a notable injury you should be aware of? Have they been released from the UFC? Are they already booked? Guys, this is easy to check if they're already booked. And uh most importantly, the golden rule. Your pick is if your pick is doo-doo,
1: probably just gonna skip over it. And we don't want that. We don't Nobody want wants that. that. Nobody wants that. We'll get into it. Umar. I know we see the Umar questions. The the listeners I'm sure have lots of suggestions for Umar. So we'll get into it and you guys can uh, react. Go ahead. By the way,
3: 60% say Bryce Mitchell comfortably in the top 10, 28% top five. Wow. Okay. Top five. I don't know how much thought they put into that. Uh, it, they could be doing sort of the Jed Mishu style where they're projecting like, oh, well, if I think he can beat this guy and beat this guy, you know, his resume is not there yet, but I think he can beat so-and-so in the top five. And maybe that's why we put him there, but that's pretty, I'll end the poll now, but 28% say he is, uh, Bryce Maltz is a top five featherweight in, in the UFC right now.
1: All right, let's get into this. Let's get into the peeps. Uh, Jacob Binney. Hey, Mike, first time submitting an not-no-pick. Kevin Holland versus Jack Della Maddalena is the fight I need to see. I'm too many beers in to remember if <laughs> tell us a fight book, but I feel his skill set outmatches Holland and he would steal his hype and catapult him in the top 15 with the win over Holland. Oh. I don't think the UFC would be really looking to do that with Holland at 170, but who knows? Uh, also after watching Turner piece apart my fellow Aussie and the way he did, I would love to see him push into the top 15. A fight with Hack Paras would truly see how he fares with the elite of the division. I think Turner's way beyond Hack Paras at this point. Um, Cheers, Jake Benny PS, it's pronounced Melbourne, aka Melbourne. Also, Aussie is pronounced Aussie. And said, so I listen to Whoa. Otto every Monday on the way to work. Cheers, guys. And to add to that, Bryce Mitchell versus Giga. I think Giga was exposed when he met Cater. And I think Bryce is a serious problem in this division. It's hard to throw him in a fight with someone in the top five of the division, but with the win against Giga, the top five cannot deny him. A lot to understand.
3: Exposed. There. Giga's ex- no, that was a great fight. With dude. come on, give credit to Cater. Let's not say that Giga was exposed. Stop it. Um, what was the other? What was the other thing you said before about? Oh, I I had a Melbourne. point to make. Melbourne, yes. Uh, we didn't we have another viewer on a previous episode say don't say Melbourne. Like you guys, if you're not from Australia, you can say Melbourne.
2: Or, yeah or is, i don't know another,
3: now i don't know what to believe we had another australian <laughs> viewer who was like who was like if you're not from if you're not from from there uh just stick with melbourne you know that you don't need to kind of say it with the australian accent and now this person's saying we should say melbourne and i like saying melbourne so should i just go with what i like i don't know maybe i'll throw a poll about it but i got another poll i'm gonna throw up another poll. Ask people...
1: <laughs> go ahead mike i'm just gonna tell people uh where they rank umar where they rank Umar the <laughs> last night uh, okay, yeah, this is like is- pronouncing Israel Adesanya's name all over again. I keep, uh, I always switch between the two pronunciations. It's so bad. Uh, hi, guys, Francesco, our fan from from Italy, RDA versus Michael Chandler. I mean, it, that makes sense. I know they're talking about Chandler Ferguson, but it's not official yet, so RDA versus Chandler makes sense. Uh, Spivak versus gets the Arlovsky test. Holland versus Alex Morano. Uh, I don't know if they train. I don't. I don't think they train together, but. No, they don't. They they both kind of train in Houston, but they get different gyms. And I know Holland's kind of more in the Fort Worth area, but I've just been doing some different traveling. So, yeah, we could see that fight. Uh, Turner versus Grant Dawson. I actually like that idea a lot. Uh, Nurmagomedov versus Deandraj. Douglas Silva, Deandraj. That's a fun fight. Jacoby versus Brian Spann. Elliot versus the winner of Manel Cap versus Sumiderji. Marina yeah. Moroz versus Aaron Blanchfield, AK.
3: Uh, uh, yeah, I don't mind it. Like I said, I think it'd be too early for Blanchfield. Again, people realize, I think Blanchfield is great. Uh, I don't think she's ready for a Marina Moros yet. Um, I know some people are super, super high in her. She's what, 20 now? She's even 20?
1: I think so.
3: Yeah. And she's looked dominant against the opponents she's faced, but uh, the opponents she's faced are pretty low ranking, uh, to put it kindly. Um, and she, and I still need to see that. Like, I want to see the extra gear where she's finishing, um, you know, these, these, uh, these fighters that are in the same tier as her dominant for 22. dominant 22, oh, sorry, 22 dominant decisions. Great. Uh, that shows a lot too. I want to see her. If, let, let her finish a couple of opponents in the sort of the bottom tier of her division. Then I, you put her in there with the Morose. I do think Morose is just, is just too much for her. even, even physically. I feel like um, I know Blanche is a really good athlete, but she's still growing into her body. Let her, let her, let her, you know, get closer to her athletic prime first before we're putting in there with tough Fighters like Morose, who is in her athletic prime, so I don't, I don't love matches like that. And, and I'm on, high, I'm as high on Blanchfield as anybody. um Like I said, I've been following. I think like some people have been following her well before the UFC. I don't
1: want to see her thrown into those fights just yet. So, so I don't love it. I mean, even after the Miranda Maverick win, I th- I thought that was a great win. That's fine, but Miranda Maverick's also inexperienced and
3: young, right? is what I'm saying, she she is dominating her tier. I think Morose is a clear tier above. Again, okay. both in ter- both in terms That's of f- physical readiness, if fight experience. Th- there's just skill-wise, sh- just grappling. Sure, hey, Blanchfield maybe is better than her. If we're talking combat jujitsu, maybe you favor, um, maybe you favor Blanchfield. But overall, uh, the mi- the mixing of the martial arts, I don't think she's quite at that level yet.
1: Brandon Nunez, Sviyak versus Romanov, Holland versus Li Liang, Mitchell versus hopefully a returning Zabit. How about that, AK? We got to find this I saw this a couple guy. comments on that. Yeah. Uh, and he That's said a great I I will risk the Otto point for this. In parentheses, for the for the beat, uh, <laughs> Red panty night RDA versus McGregor, Mazadol versus Michael Chiesa two, and Colby versus the winner of Asante Luke versus Bilal Muhammad. Okay, John Ray, great night for ground and pound on this card. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to say Mazidall versus McGregor, but we all know Dana uh, what Dana is going to do with Connor. I think he's suggesting a title fight. Uh, Jacoby versus Jimmy Crute. Tim uh, Crute's going to be out for a little while, so maybe down the road. I don't think that happens next. Elliot versus Albazi. Nurmagomedov versus Halion Paiva. I don't mind that one. That's not a bad fight. That's probably a good little step up. Morose versus the loser of Macy Barber versus Montana De La Rosa. Not bad. Uh, yeah, that's around the... Se- yes, okay, I'm fine with that, yeah. It's not a sexy matchup, but I said don't mind it. Uh, Nega Mariano versus Daun Jung. Rodriguez title shot after Esparza. Turner versus Ricky Glenn. Ricky Glenn might be out for a little while. He was supposed to fight next week. Yeah. Now Terrence McKinney is fighting Drew Dobbs instead. Torres groin. Torres groin. But
3: he said yeah. he's, he said he'll be back. He's expecting to be back uh, end of summer.
2: But that's August, optimistic. September? That's,
3: that's optimistic. So
1: who knows? Yeah, it could be August September, right? So. Uh, this is actually an interesting pick. Spivak versus the winner of Ben Rothwell versus Alexander Gustafsson. That's actually, that's a pretty good pick. I'd love to see Spivak versus Ben Rothwell at some point. I'd love, love that. Holland versus D-Rod. Mitchell versus the winner of Danny Gay versus Mavsar Evloyev. Uh, Hinata Moikano versus Bobby Green. RDA versus the Fer- Chandler Ferguson winner. I know it's not official in parentheses. Mazidal Wonderboy 2. Covington versus Burns. Winner or lose. And he said he's picking that because he's got to be different for points because he doesn't think anyone else will say that. And you might be right. Brian from Canada. Strategic. Yes. Strategic. Gotta get those Otno points. Gotta get. Oh, hey, hey, Ryan from Canada, what's up? Ryan from Canada. Hey, a.k.a. Mike. First of all, thanks for not going too hard on me last week. Love being a contributor to the show and hope it continues for a long time. Second, my Islam statement is kind of a troll. Kind of not. I haven't been into MMA for super long. I'm still young, although I always watched GSP as a kid. But Habib got me really into the sport, and I want to see him come back. And if Islam has the belt, there's no chance. Sad face, sad face. I do agree there's no denying he is next for the title. Wild card pick in honor of the men and women fighting for Ukraine right now. Marina Morose versus the winner Molly McCann versus Luana Carolina. Kevin Holland versus the versus Chaos Williams win or lose against Randy Brown, which we found out that fight was happening on that Phoenix card, UFC 274. That is a terrific piece of business right there. Really looking forward to that fight. My eyes lit up when I saw that. Uh Bryce Mitchell versus Josh Emmett, RDA versus Fazeev, just rebook it. Great fight for 275 in Singapore since Fazib calls Thailand home. Uh, I mean, it makes sense, but I mean that'd be kind of cruel to do to RDA, dude. Like, did you a big favor, and now you're gonna send him to Singapore on like less than two months' notice to go, or right around two months' notice to fight Faziv and basically his home area? Yeah, not a big, not a big advocate of that. Covington versus the winner, Luke Mohammed. I don't need another cringe matchup. Colby versus Diamond. Uh, to be fair, and Leon is next for the title. And if Hamzat wins, he'll be after that so luke a or bilal gonna have some time to wait so let's make this match of cute division moving ps sorry for the long message marcus
3: oh before you get to uh, is oh, go marcus the master of the spreadsheet
1: yeah I get uh something. you do have, you,
3: you do have a comment uh uh and a few people are mentioning this mitchell versus ryan hall uh why do people want to end bryce mitchell's career i don't understand <laughs> Why do you want to see Bryce Mitchell get like his 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 arm ripped off or his Achilles tendon shredded or his neck broken by uh, the goat Ryan Hall? Uh, no, guys, come on. Bryce Mitchell uh, has a promising career ahead of him. Let's not throw him in there with uh, with the Ryan Hall. Just yeah, come
1: on. Now. Marcus has some interesting picks. He's got oh, Mazidov ver- versus RDA, but then he has RDA again against Islam Makachev. He's trying to oh my to god, cheat. block this block this guy.
3: Marcus you keep spreadsheet this guy again for new listeners this is our man Marcus who sends in these lovely organized spreadsheets of his matchups uh if you're gonna have a spreadsheet
1: you can't be doubled up like that Holland versus Wonderboy nah I mean I'd like that'd be interesting I don't know if they'll do that now um Jalen Uh, Turner versus Joel Alvarez can I make suggestion I like the fight (laughs) can we just do it at 170 Like we know they're 55. Why? Just do it at 170. Just do it at 170. Who
3: cares about 155, right? Why?
1: Exactly. Uh, Rodriguez title shot. uh, Niku versus Oleg Zaychek. Rodriguez title shot. Hold on, hold on. Rodriguez title shot. Guys, come on. Oh, oh,
3: oh. Winner, uh, winner. After. uh, After. Anytime people say that, I'm sorry. I got triggered. I got triggered. Yeah, they. I think the the funny thing is when people say that they they do it in their mind. Like we all think Namajunas Asparza has like already been booked, and like the scary thing is like it hasn't. It's not official. but block hold on, let me mute this. No, get out of here, get Bertrand 850. Get out of here. So, Bryce Mitchell wouldn't be. We're getting, getting we're
1: getting suggestions, suggestions in here, okay? There's there'll a, be, of, be, a there's lot of be, there's, there's a lot of lots of Umar old.
3: picks. Trust me, look, look at this recency look bias, at this bias. Look at this. Here's, right here. Here's
1: one right be here. Here's one right here Umar off versus Ronnie Yaya, Honey Yeah, yeah, that's a really good. That's a good one. I mean, I think Umar again
3: would be a massive favorite, but yeah,
1: Elliot Perez, Ludova Klein. He got two options again a featherweight option, Kulabal, lightweight option, Mike Davis. Uh, Dustin Jacoby versus Ryan Spann, and he has to check the tapes. Gerald Mearshart versus Christoph Jocko. If you pick that one, I'm not even going to go back and look. I'm just going <laughs> to assume that you picked it. So good. I'm going to say that's I'm a, a group point. point.
3: Again, like I said, normally I go back yeah. and look, but I didn't have time uh, to look back at the past uh, auto picks. I'm pretty sure that's a group point. But uh, but yeah, shout out to Marcus if it's not. Uh, he's the one who gets mentioned. But I think all our uh, auto listeners get to uh, get a
1: fraction of that that pick. Jared Biagin, Jorge Mazvidal versus Daniel Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. See, I actually
3: like that more because like I said, I want D Rod to move up in the rankings. Now I don't know where people are gonna put Mazadal in their rankings after that drubbing on Saturday. I'm not sure how high they had him before that, frankly. I, I may have had him higher higher in my rankings than most. Some people may have already bumped Mazadal um out of the top 15. I don't know. I know I know some people view some of those uh wins like over Askren and Till that they haven't they haven't aged well. I don't necessarily agree. Um, so I, I would uh I still think that's a bump up for Rodriguez. Certainly, in, in terms of star power, it is. I love that suggestion, uh, Gerard, of D'Rod versus uh, Jorge Masvidal. I don't think Masvidal would take it. I'm not just say yeah. wouldn't take it. It isn't going. Isn't going to. He won't say no. I'm sorry, but he's not going to campaign for it. He's not going out of his way to uh, to fight um, Daniel Rodriguez.
1: Uh, Holland versus Nico Price. Sure. Spivak versus the Abdurahimov Pavlovich winner. Turner versus Ismagulov. Uh, Nega Mariana versus the Roundtree Roberson winner, Umar versus Hayoni Barcelos. How about that? That's a fun fight. There's some really that's... good veteran names for Umar. I hope they book him the right way because
3: you do yeah. have a. I like the Barcelos idea. Yeah, like uh, Kelleher, he kind of just fell into that fight because they just kind of threw it together. But that, like, I love that as a test. I, I said that before. Like, I love that as a test. I thought Kelleher would do a lot better. So seeing him run through uh, Kelleher did a lot for me. Like as far as uh, how how good uh, Nega is, because I thought he was a really big step up from guys that. um umar had beaten in the past uh uh and i and i think sergey Morozov is was really good but um as far as experience goes you know ufc experience keller has so much of it
1: umar made him look like he was a ufc debutant. that was amazing for sure um and then he likes clients staying at 55 to fight steve garcia drew hilty beef was in fact very real colby versus dustin they both get a bag and can hand light a pay per view at that fight sure Mazadal, no clue what to do with him i guess leon if he loses to usman rda versus islam islam should get the next title shot but since it seems like he's not going to, they could duke it off for number one contender. What? No love for Benil Dariush? Come on, man. Come on. Hey,
3: what have you done for me lately besides get injured? Sorry, Benil, you're out of the equation. You're out the, Again, you're out of the equation. <laughs> sucks. I know it sucks. He's done an incredible He's done an incredible win streak at lightweight. Some of the uh, uh, very high quality opposition too. And so, he's had everything you, uh, Benil has had everything you want in a title contender. Exciting performances, finishes, high ranking opponents, long win streak he's just had really bad luck he's had really bad luck of, of again health-wise and getting the right opponent and uh, getting that like that one right opponent to get that title shot obviously islam was the one he beats islam he's locked for the title shot now he gets an injury and we don't even know when he's going to fight again so um you know best of wishes to uh benil hopefully he can come back and, and get a good opponent and doesn't become the sort of tale where like ah oh, he was you know we're talking about this two years from now remember how close benil was to a title shot and then all this stuff went wrong he never got it so it happens to a lot of fighters hopefully not him
1: yeah this right here is the key to success this morning. Oh, let's say it's freaking coffee hey, you could find. I'm only drinking water, boys. I'm only dr- I almost poured wow. water all over my. No, like, cheating. no cheating. No cheating for AK. He almost I'll, broke I'll,
3: the computer, but. good. I on. know, right? I almost No, listen, I'll have. Uh, I'll, I'll have something. I'll, I'll have an explanation for how we're awake Um, when it gets to my part. But I might please go on. I don't want to interrupt. The, oh, OK. The yeah.
1: Uh, Boicano, absolute dog, deserves a nice break and a backroom bonus. Matched him up with CDF last time. Still think that's a good fight timelines match. Sure, I like that fight too. Uh, Thug Nasty versus the Boston finisher. Calvin Cater, Spivak gets the Arlovsky test. Wildcard. Umar is top 15 ready, finishing Kelleher in the first. So he likes Umar versus Pedro Munoz, aka just shooting him right in there with a, with an established name. And wow. I kind of like that. Uh, the poll I threw up has 33%. I think he is
3: already in the top 10. Uh, right but just ahead top 15 40% so people have him in the ele- more people have him i think in the 11 to 15 range uh top 20 21% and uh 7% outside the top 20 so i don't know I, I, I think that's i think he has to be in the top 20 now though i'll be honest i'm pretty tight with my rankings um so i don't remember where i put him i don't have him top 10 again keep in mind Phantom weight is insanely deep and i go more on who have you beaten than who could you beat if we're going on who could he beat i mean he might be top 15 there might be i don't know if there's that many guys ahead of him who right now who we think can uh can beat him so uh
1: blake lewitt longtime listener first time submitting picks colby versus Hamzad after he smashes burns with darren till in his corner oh look at that oh people want to are asking what the cup says yeah so yeah no I
3: know. That is I know the lovely scotty barnes and uh what how, what he once shouted after hitting
1: a three-pointer uh rda versus mcgregor umar versus kyler phillips that would be a crazy fight <sighs> But you're killing off you're killing off a, a an up-and-comer, and sometimes w- we have to do that, but I think mm-hmm. once you get to this level, it's kind of tough when you have some veteran names in there that you have to so that deep. You have to wait so deep. You gotta match you, you gotta have to mash some of these guys together at some point. So don't hate And it. Elliot versus hashtag the raw dog. And I know we saw the fight a couple of years ago, but what a crazy fight it was. But yeah. on top of that, Roy Val is booked for that Phoenix card in May against Matt Schnell. Uh, so that will not happen. But who knows? Anything happens with Snell, match Snell, slide I mean, no, Tim <laughs> in there, and maybe no he can halt the uh, the year of
3: the Rod Dog again. There's no, there's no guarantee. And we're talking about a match matchup. If we're being honest, so yeah, I could see Tim right. Elliott uh, definitely wanting to get that rematch and, and getting in there.
1: And uh this is my favorite podcast. Keep killing it, friends. I appreciate that, Daniel Markulas. Before I start, I just want to say, Mike, you are one of maybe five people in my life. That pronounce pronounced my last name correctly off the bat. care pronunciation elites. So for that guy who was trolling us for the <laughs> for the pronunciation comment, look at that. Look at Daniel Mark. Hat tip to John
3: that. Anik by the way for a lot of the fighter pronunciations. Because I'm telling you, I think a lot of us in the media when we have when we don't know how to pronounce someone's name, we just watch the weigh-ins or we watch the you know broadcasts. We're like, or go back and watch a fight on like Fight Pass. How did John Anik pronounce it? And he's usually right.
1: What ninety five. Percent of the time. If, if he's wrong, it's because someone gave him
3: bad information, not just because he's pronouncing it wrong.
1: Can, can I just say something? And, and I know some of you are probably going to, like, if you're familiar with my career and like who who I have built very close relationships in this space, you're probably going to think that I'm just standing here, but it's just, it's not the case. I have a lot of respect for this guy anyway. I think John Annick is not just the best voice in MMA, I think he's one of the top five best lead guys in in sports. So, and i think every time he's on a broadcast he, i mean it's just it's so good i have to say i think last night was the best night of john Addicts' career i thought he was fantastic last night i loved how and and what he did was he took control of some of these judging situations like when the scoring was put up on the board and we were looking at significant strikes we were looking at takedowns we were looking at ground control he had he did such a good job explaining the modern scoring and how some of these things weigh more than others when it comes to putting these scorecards together. I thought John Anik was absolutely fantastic last night. He, I think he's always fantastic, but I think I think he's usually like an A, A-plus guy. This is an A-plus-plus plus for me. He was on fire. He did so good. Uh, and even like if when Rogan and Bisbang like had their moments, I thought Anik took control of those situations. I just thought he did fantastic last night. So I want to give him a shout-out. I thought he did, did so freaking good.
3: Yeah, other than the uh, ghastly uh, Boston Celtics jacket that he was wearing uh, on uh, on Friday, I mean, hopefully he burned that thing because it just made me want to vomit. But other than that, uh, yeah, he's he's fantastic. Uh, I'll go as far as say uh, you said commentator. I think he's one of the five most vital personalities in MMA, uh, like just just for everything he brings to the product, uh, specific, specifically the UFC. But I mean, I'll go as far as say MMA in general. Uh, he's just he's really I think he's really a really important sort of ambassador for. Uh, the business of MMA. Uh,
1: so Daniel Markoulos. Klein versus Sean Woodson. This might be a stretch, but I like the concept. Devante Smith versus Mason Jones. That's a freaking crazy fight. Uh, <laughs> Umar versus Montel Jackson. Montel is a beast. We really like to see Umar tested a bit more. I'm curious wh- what's going on with Montel Jackson because he was supposed to fight uh, Dana Bakary on that right. Columbus card. right? Uh, but then he's gone and now Bakary is fighting Chris Gutierrez. So I'm not sure nice. what's happening with Montel Jackson, but I mean... Again, if you follow my career pre-MA fighting, I don't know if anyone's higher on Montel Jackson than I am, but I mean, I, I, I'm very curious to see what, what where his ceiling is. Greg Hardy versus someone who can knock him out again. Uh, he wants to see a Legends bout between Edson Barboza and Cub Swanson. Sure, if Swanson to go to 35 and fight Faber. I like that fight. Moikano versus Brad Riddell. What a fight Hanato brought. Really hope the UFC gives him someone in the top 15 for such a showing on less than a week's notice against their number six guy. Uh, Harry DeWaskin. Dustin Jacoby versus Johnny Walker. There really isn't anyone in the rankings that's free and within a reasonable range, especially if you assume that Ryan Spann is being rebooked with Kuchelaba. Only person on rank that would make sense is Daun Jung. Uh, Ladova Klein staying at lightweight. He's better there versus Joe Selecki. Cousin Umar versus Ricky Simone. Let's push this kid. Marina Morose. Marina Moroz versus Jessica A.K. Okay? How about that? What do you think about that idea now yeah. that Manon Fioro is fighting Jennifer Maya instead?
3: Yeah, it's a shame that uh, uh, Firo lost out on that fight. Though, again, Maya is even higher ranked. I just think it's a, a much bigger challenge for her. Um, yeah, I think Morose and I makes a lot of sense. This is more, more of, a, of a veteran fight. Um, I just guy more so than Marina Morose. But yeah, I like it. I'm I'm into that. Uh, very, I think that's a, that's a clever suggestion. I like that. Uh,
1: the Nigu Mariano versus Jailton. It's what he gets for this robbery against Whoa. Jailton Almeida. Come won. on. Come Jeez, on. I, I am could, a huge I see them Almeida that. mark, too. I can mean, see them making that fight. That would actually be a, a wild fight, because Negu, Negu could take a shot, man. That guy could get punched 500 times, and it doesn't affect him. So if he could take a made Almeida punch and get to the second and third round, that would actually be a really interesting fight. Uh Marina versus Title Shot or Ioana. Jalen Turner versus Ricky Glenn. Again, uh Spivak versus Romanov. Kevin Holland versus the... Brian Barberina, Matt Brown winner at UFC Columbus. And you suggest build this guy back up. I actually don't have a problem with that at all. Uh, another Mitchell versus Igay of Loyev winner or Josh Emmett in the main event for Cookie on Mazadal versus McGregor. Mazadal looks shot enough for this to work. Okay. Uh, Tino Alvarez, Colby versus Burns. You beat Shemaev? If he beats and if Shemayev beats Burns, you have Colby fight the winner, Luke versus Bilal. RDA versus Connor, give RDA the payday that he deserves. Kevin Holland versus Michelle Pajeta, AK. What do you think about that idea?
3: Uh, sorry, Mike. Say that again. I was reading. I was looking at YouTube comments. I, said, I heard Michelle Pajeda, though, and I Kevin I, Holland versus Michelle Pajeta. Oh yeah, look. I is that the first person to mention that? Yes. I would love to see. I I thought we'd get a ton of those. Uh, again, I haven't looked at my own. <laughs> it's gonna be a ride because, like I said, I haven't looked at my own picks yet. I, I assume we're gonna. I'll be seeing more of that. I thought that would be one of the more popular picks in the day because <laughs> Michelle Pajeda is so unpredictable uh he's a huge uh huge uh uh, uh welterweight and uh yeah i think that i just think i think the build would be good too i think there'd be some delightfully awkward trash talk i think we'd have people um <laughs> i think we have both guys trying to drop some some real bombs and they're just getting uncomfortable and I, they also think they'd be friends after i think they're kind of uh they're cut from the same cloth whether they realize it or not so i do like that one
1: did everyone forget about leon no we, we think i think everyone thinks leon's fighting camaro for the title this summer so no uh, did Moikano get a bonus for last night. No, he should have maybe got a backroom bonus, but yeah. He Locker room, fingers bonus. crossed. Yeah. Uh, Spivak versus the winner of Latifi versus. Uh, Rogero DeLima, Jalen Turner versus Nazareth Hakperas, Nurmagomedov versus Douglas Silva de Andrade, Tim Elliott versus Rogero, Bonturin, Ludovic Klein versus TJ Brown, Robbie Ryan, Njuchuku versus Tyson Pedro, Rodriguez versus Joanna, Mazadol versus Nate Diaz 2 wildcard Sergei Spivak should receive an honorary title belt for ending Greg Hardy's UFC career. Okay. Uh, Patrick Austin, Morose versus Sajara Eubanks, Dustin Jacoby versus Misha Sirkinoff. Sirkanoff needs to go back to 205. Umar versus Saeed. Don't matter if one is booked. Only room for one. Nurmagomedov at Bantamweight. I know someone else is going to get this hashtag. And then he says if they don't do that right now, Umar versus Paeva. Uh Nega Mariana versus Devin Clark, Kevin Holland versus Nick Diaz. Wow.
3: I mean, he would love. I mean, for Kevin Holland, I'm surprised he didn't call for that. Of course. That, but...
1: Of course. Edson Barboza. You know. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, was saying,
3: I think he knows calling out a Diaz is like a coin toss. It's like, you could do it. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> All right. It's a few no last point.
1: ones from me, and then we move on to UAK. Uh, Edson Barbosa versus Bobby Green 2 at 155. Do that in a main event. Sure, I'd watch the, the hell out of that fight. But I going to say
3: Barbosa versus Green 2?
1: Yeah, do that. Right. Have Barbosa go back to 55 and fight Bobby Green for a second time and have it headline. Yeah, but Nick and Kevin do have a story. If you listen to Kevin Hall, one of Kevin Holland's interviews on the MMA Hour, there is a story there. I heard, uh, I heard someone, um, I think one of our our loyal listeners, someone, someone on
3: Twitter or maybe saying like, um, or maybe it was on the YouTube show. I should say the post fight, like it's a shame almost that Barbosa came down because it's not like he was washed at 155. He lost some close fights. Like he, he kind of lost some close fights, uh, like some close decisions. Um, and it didn't really feel like his problem was the weight. It's just that, you know, you, you hit a certain slump in a weight class and it's understood that, well, if you can move to another, if you move up or you can move down, you should. It just kind of refreshes your matchmaking options. But I think he's done that. I think he's shown he's a top 10 guy uh, or top 15 guy at 145. Maybe that's as far as he goes. And yeah, maybe, maybe the, maybe it is time to go back to 125 for some fun rematches. And uh, you know, I, I don't think he's can be overly concerned about title opportunities at this point. Now, now it is about Good, good fights, compelling fights. And uh, I think he has still has
1: several of those ahead of him. And we close with Tristan gordets Kevin Holland versus Carlson Harris. He gave more picks, but all of them have pretty much been taken. Um, I'll just throw two more in there because the rest of these were both taken as well. Morose versus Eubanks. Nermaga made versus Douglas Silva, de Andraj. So there you go. Go AK, go get him. Oh, sorry. One moment. I have to do some uh, some website maintenance
3: here. Very exciting stuff, guys. Uh, just, if you're wondering who is magically moving things around the MMA fighting web page, uh, it's happening right now. Okay. So uh, first, I want to address the whole thing about uh, how are we still awake? <laughs> I I no. Here's here's the thing. And I, Mike, I think I speak for both of us when I say like I don't know if you realize like how like, we. You see us all the time and, and uh, you know, we joke about like, oh, there's too many cards and like, oh, my gosh, we've been talking about the card for 36 straight hours. and that, uh, But like we are very aware, like how lucky we are to be able to talk about sports for a living, to be able to talk about MMA, something we're so passionate about for a living. So like, yeah, we get tired. Yeah, we get worn out. Um, sometimes we get a little cynical. Sometimes we have some some takes and, and we're just like we're rolling our eyes at this fight being made or how many events there are on a certain weekend. But like it's... It's, it's just amazingly, I think, refreshing to be able to do some of this, which is like so fun. And especially with you guys, like when we do something live with you guys and knowing that there's people listening and people like giving us positive comments, negative comments, I mean, hopefully more positive comments, but the negative comments are good too. You know, the the fact that anyone is reading and listening and being and paying attention and being critical of your work is like such a, it's like such an honor. So it, 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 for me, it's not, like I said, I'm, I wasn't joking. I'm just drinking water. I don't, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink, I don't do caffeine at all. But being able to do this and do a show with my best friend Mike keck and talk about a really exciting card and event with the people uh with you guys is it's amazing. Like it's its own for me, it's its own, it's its own refreshment. So would coffee help me? Probably, I'd probably be a little bit sharper, but I don't I don't need it, guys. I need it because you guys are here and I love doing shows like this. And uh and now I'm really excited now to read out uh even more comments from you guys. So that that's that's well that's said. my that's my high, man. That's
1: my high. Well said. Um, I drink a lot of coffee, Um, (laughs) so but but I'm with you. And I also, for me, I have a eight year old, soon to be nine year old, and I haven't like, quote unquote, slept in in like nine years. So that's what happens. And (laughs) I mean, I'm I was up, I was up at like seven forty five this morning. So I think I went to bed at like six fifteen. I was up at seven forty five and. Ready to go. Went to Dunkin' Donuts. Got my big coffee, something to eat. Ready to rock. So I'm good. I'll go to bed early tonight, and then we'll uh, we'll start this whole cycle all over again. But AK, let's get into these uh, these listener submissions. Yeah, that that's the other natural alarm,
3: right, Mike? Uh, having having a child. Yes. <laughs> you, don't really, you don't really have that option to not be on. So if they, if your uh, if your son wants you to be on, guess what? You're on. <laughs> so uh, all right. So uh, first, uh, I like to shout out first timers. Uh, Mike, you let me know that there's a new Instagram account, apparently, called Otno Coin Collector. There's not much on it yet, but uh, uh, they did send me an email. So they are looking to collect Otno points, uh, apparently. Uh, This is their email. 11am live. Let's go! Uh, Exclamation points to my favorite of my favorite podcasts. Best friends. First time, long time mining the hottest new currency hotter than uh what was, what was the what was the currency on what was the i know we shouldn't promote it but what was the currency everyone was shouting out on the show
1: the marshall inu, rogan it? thing
3: marshall rogan inu uh yeah uh, hey look if there's a new kid on the block best of luck you don't have that uh, otno point value All right. otno points are 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 are, are fixing the economy that done in the u.s in canada otno points are fixing the economy so uh this is from uh otno coin collector uh, Colby versus Leon Edwards, uh, dos Santos versus iron Mike Chandler. Uh, I like that. I, I'm trying to think how, what Chandler's interest
1: level. I think it would be former UFC champion, right? Winnable fight. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and, I don't know what RDA's interest would be in that. And I mean, for Chandler, it's like, do I fight Tony Ferguson or do I fight RDA? I'm sure he's going to go with Tony Ferguson <laughs> every single time.
3: Uh, another Mitchell versus Hall suggestion. Uh, don't make us wait for the division's best BJJ matchup. Someone will so will decapitate hall again and it will never happen very confusing <gasps> statement hall, very confusing statement. hall has never lost a fight so i'm not sure where that's <laughs> coming from i get the second part it never happening yeah it's never happened before uh it says also i feel we have to note the incredible intellectual commentary matchup here uh yeah both guys are um free thinkers uh to put it nicely um holland versus there go there's holland versus Madalena, so there's some support some support behind that I see Spivak versus Tui Vasa. Uh Otno Coin Collector, you don't seem to know. Oh, wait. Oh, yes. Okay. He he knows the rematch. Give him, give, give um Tuivasa a grappling, happy, heavyweight. He's already fought and lost too. Uh, we all know blades have reached too far. Let him avenge the lost and test Spivak doubters. So there we go. So it's been a it has he's uh Otno coin collector suggesting it's been enough time between the two fights to give uh Tui Vasa another crack. Do you want
1: to address this question, AK? Do we oh, have I'm an sorry. update. I, I, I'm curious I'm about this question. I have a question. Okay, about so
3: oh, moment. all right, all right. So if people don't know, uh, we had a, we had had or have a uh, listener named Loctagon who told me they were going to keep track of uh, all the Otno points. So thank you, Wes, S, for the question. Uh, when are we going to get an Otno leaderboard? Um, Loctagon, uh, I, we and by the way, we told them repeatedly on the show, please don't do this. Don't <laughs> if you want to do it on your own time. I can't stop you. It's a free, it's a it's a free consonant. You can do whatever you want. Uh, but I, I, for legal purposes, I repeatedly told this person to not keep track of the auto points. I don't know how you would do it. They said they tried to send me a document in my email and never got through. I checked my spam. I, ch- I sent them my personal email address. I sent them my work address. Nothing ever showed up. I checked my spam. I said, screenshot me the thing. And they never responded to that. So, Loctagon, I don't know if you've just given up because it's, for whatever reason, it wasn't coming through. Or if you've been scamming us and trolling us this whole time, which I, I, which if you were, I actually prefer that. I would rather think you were trolling us than actually trying to keep track of all these points. But uh, yes, we do not have a leaderboard at the moment because either because it can't get to me or it never existed. We honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so really, listen, this is a community; it's not a competition. All right. Uh, throw some other ones here: uh, Morose versus Cynthia Calvillo. Let's put the nail in her coffin with a large step back after three losses if she's afforded another chance. Ouch, harsh. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Tim Elliott versus uh, Cody Garbrandt. Now's the time two vets equals a great
1: fight. That's not sort a of popular uh, one in the comments here. Right. I didn't get any any submissions for that, but the comments there's I, been a lot of Tamil versus Tony yeah, Garber. First time me hearing about that. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, no coin collector. Uh
3: we got uh, Justin Fisher, another first timer, long time listener, first time matchmaker. Uh Colby versus Luke, assuming he beats Bilal. So there you go. That's picking a winner as well. We we like that around here. Rebook book RDA Fazeev, uh, Mitchell versus Josh Emmett. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be the pretty big consensus pick for, uh, for Mitchell people, by the way, people correct me earlier. I, I was sa- talking about like Emmett's game, him being only a striker. Yes, he is a very good wrestler, but I do think he's sort of, uh, he uses his wrestling, uh, you know, very much for defense and yeah, he, he's used it. He's taken people down before, but I do view him as like a um, sprawling brawler, uh, at this, at this point, at least, at least against most of the opponents he's going to face it. And it's just, certainly if he fought, um, Mitchell, I think that'd be more his strategy. Um, spivots versus walt harris uh they fought already and walt harris destroyed him would that happen again i don't know and maybe you just want to see walt harris destroy him again as sort of that feel-good fight we're always looking for but i don't i Spivaz probably wants that one back that's for sure he he got he got killed in like 15 seconds or something like that is very quick uh man a lot of jacoby versus spawn okay so another jacoby versus Spawn. uh Oh, Marina Rodriguez versus Joanna Uh This is a fight we would have liked to seen before. It doesn't make sense now. And I think Joanna even, she named, like, the opponents she wants to fight, and uh, Marina wasn't one of them. You heard that, right, Mike?
1: Uh, yes, but... She
3: said, like, yeah. Rose, uh, Zhang Weili, and... Um... What's the other person she wanted to fight again? Maybe back, maybe a, a rematch of Valentina at 125? I can't remember, but uh, Marina Rodriguez was not listed in her, her name. Oh, Esparza, Esparza. Uh, she wanna, wants to beat up Esparza again. So uh, she pointedly did not name uh, Marina Rodriguez. But uh, thank you, Justin Fitcher, who's uh, who shout out uh, M- Mild May. I apologize if I get this wrong. Mild May Ontario. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm not familiar with that town. Uh, but he says Mild May Ontario represents. So shout outs to everyone in there. Uh, regular. Uh, oh, let me get to the first timers first more. Chris Martin not the uh, lead singer of Coldplay. That's not as far as I know. At Chris G. Martin on Twitter. First time, long time. Covington Muhammad, win or lose versus Luke. So there you go. Another one not, not banking on the result of that. Uh, Masvidal versus Nick Diaz. Sure, Revenge of the Diazes. Uh, rebooked the half by Uh, What else we got here? Another Marina versus Ioana. Uh, And he's with me on Tim Elliott versus Alex Perez. Uh, Jalen Turner versus Holtzman. Probably, a,
1: probably well past Holtzman. Hey, Mike? Yeah, probably. It's yeah, not a bad probably. fight. It's not a bad fight. Yeah, it'd be a fun it'd be a good scrap, yeah. but yeah. I holtzman has been finished quite a bit and, lately, um, so Umar versus uh D Silva. So thank
3: you, Chris, for those picks. Uh i am I'm gonna read this totally wrong, but if anyone sees it, they can't blame me because it's very confusing. Simple Smente Fred. Simple Smente Fred, also a first timer from Brazil. Um Hope you guys read on the show, of course. Big fan, congrats. Uh, Colby versus Burns if he beats Shamaya. Okay, so specifically Burns, uh, Masvidal versus Nate. Too, um, I don't like it, I don't think it's impossible that they book it because uh, you know, Nate was complaining about it. It was a cut stoppage, a lot of fans were complaining, though. I think that Masvidal was on his way to winning that fight anyway. I don't think it's impossible they booked that fight, Mike. What 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 do you think? What is the percentage chance that they we get that rematch?
1: Thirty seven and a half percent. Thirty, <laughs> which is which? I mean, we've done with the, the math av- on this. Did you use with, the did you use the, <laughs> MMA cal- did you use the MMA fighting?
3: Did you use MMA fighting? That costs eighty five thousand dollars every time we use that.
1: i That's why I muted the mic and put put you in oh. solo in the solo layout. So, so you, wanna, you couldn't see me.
3: People want to hear the blips and boops. though.
1: <laughs> we get it. We got to use those sparingly. We only get a few of those a year. So. Well, that's what you think. I don't care. I'm blowing the budget. I use that thing whenever I want. <laughs> and uh, he also wants
3: uh, Holland versus uh, the Molador. So thank you, uh, Fred. And I mean,
1: another... I I would see why, like, from a drawing perspective, that you would book that fight. But I, I will say this. I mean, Mazidal put a beating on Nate Diaz. That was that was a drawing. Yeah, that's and what I did. That was that was probably Mazidal's like best complete performance of his career. It was just, I mean, you could tell the entire fight week that Mazidal just was in a great place that week i I mean i don't know what's happened since then i mean who knows like i specifically don't really know but i mean that fight week Mazadal was on top of the world you just could see it in his eyes that he was going to go in there and beat nate diaz and have that kind of performance but i mean he starched nate this the fight wasn't close i had no issue with the stoppage some people did nate obviously did but I just didn't think that was going to get any better, and I think the doctor probably did need a, a long term favor, if we're being honest, because that wasn't going to stop; it was just going to keep coming.
3: Yeah, I, I, we all know the Diaz brothers are a couple of bleeders, but I mean that was real bad. I think even by Diaz standards, that cut was pretty bad. So, and and, and if, again, if you're a phys- if you're a ringside physician, it's not your job to go like to 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 be like, oh well, I know Diaz brothers get cut very often, so I, I'm going to let them go on longer. It's like no, a cut's a cut. Your it's your job to protect fighters. Yeah, you can have some dis- you know subjective discretion, but. He, he made a good call. He's a, he's a doctor. Uh, what was the comment? If Masvidal doesn't worry about someone taking him down, he outstrikes anyone. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. But I like Lucas Carvalho, who left the comment. I like that you had faith. I like you still have faith in Masvidal. Ride or die, right? He didn't outstrike Wonder Boy, <laughs> and, and few do. And uh, Brandon Hahn, our the first time from Twitter. Uh, Ought no picks for you, King. Oh, stop it. Uh, first time, don't judge me. Well, we'll see about that. I mean, I won't, but I mean, I can't speak for Mike. Uh, Holland, Panzanibio. Yeah, I don't. I have no issue with yeah, that one. Okay. Uh, Barbosa. I mean, I love this suggestion because I really want to see him fight one of these guys at least. Uh, Barbosa versus the Caceres Yusuf loser. I really want to see him fight Sadiq Yusuf at some point. Um,
1: the loser. If Alex Cazares beats if Alex Cazares wins that fight, I I mean, Bruce Leroy versus Edson Barboza would be mm. would be fun. Yeah. At the, in, in 2022, I'd like for that. Uh, yeah, it's a so
3: Spivak versus Augusto Sakai—that'd be a good one. Sakai, I think, recently fell out of our. Oh, he might still be hanging on to our uh, our uh, global rankings. Uh, Umar versus anyone as soon as humanly possible. Uh, you're not going to get a point for that, uh, uh, Brandon Hahn, But I do think uh, we're going to see him get a quick turnaround. Uh, that he's if he's healthy and you know nothing—he didn't like break a foot or anything—and is somehow in that fight or, or sprain his wrist,
1: I think you'll see him back soon. Um, I actually think I don't know if we will. I don't know if we will see him soon. Oh. Who the. F- Sorry, who the frick wants to fight that guy? Who wants to fight that guy? Like that's right. There, there's only well, one Brian Kelleher. We, okay, we, listen, we I have one. We almost had to put the to hit the censorship button, but um I mean, I would have said it anyways, but I didn't. Hey, listen, but Kelleher. Yeah. Kelleher said yes. I don't know if there's gonna be a lot of other people who are gonna be super excited to fight this guy. Well we have
3: one person because Brandon says, honestly, if Umar wants an opponent this month, I'll even volunteer just so we can see more of his fights. So oh, uh, damn. we have, uh, right. this might be first our first, no uh, contributor volunteering himself, matchmaking themselves. So, I mean, what if obviously... they book
1: it? What if the UFC calls him and they book it? He gets all the, no points. Like, I think we don't, we, some... no one ever gets an, Otno point
3: again. I think he gets my spot on the show, Brandon, I think, <laughs> Brandon, I think you get to host the show. If you survive, I mean, you can still talk after uh, going uh, 10 seconds with Umar. <laughs> um, the the spot is not the show is yours, my friend. So uh, well done, Brandon. That's a, that's how you do your first time on uh, on onto the next one. Thank you, oh, Brandon, yeah. very much. And a couple of new new Instagram boys, Azan Zaman, who I see in the comments. I believe he's in the YouTube comments, uh, who wrote his <laughs> he wrote his pics on a piece of paper and screenshotted it, and it's sideways. So there, if I'm craning my head a bit. Uh, Dan Ege, Bryce Mitchell, Randy Brown, Kevin Hall, Randy Brown, of course, is uh, fighting uh, uh, Chaos Williams. Uh, Chris Dawkis versus Spivak. Uh, Christakis is fighting Blades, right?
1: That's the main event of the Columbus card oh, oh, on March
3: uh, Oh, Azan, we are not off to a good start here. Uh, Mario Bautista slash Asunsao versus Umar Nurmagomedov. Oh, and that's you're doing an either-or pick? Oh, boy. And uh, Atman Azaitar versus uh, Jalen Turner. Well, at least we ended on a decent note. But uh, either way, Azan, thank you for the picks. But uh got to page those, those disclaimers. You broke like four disclaimers right there. I, should, I shouldn't even read it. Uh, and our other first time from Instagram, Blake Lewitt, uh, Blake Lewitt. Wait a second. Oh, wait, you've had, have you had Blake before? Hold on. Oh, this is the one you read. Oh, this is the one you read before. Yeah. We, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This I is the so. hashtag. The oh, dog. this is a double. Oh, okay. Listen, hey, like oh, Blake. Blake, trying to sneak one in. Well, I, you know, I hit, I gave him the welcome to the party pal anyway. Uh, you're right. Okay. But thank you. Good. You caught that. Okay. Sorry. Blake, if you're going to double dip, you know, and it's your first time, let us know you send it to both of us because, Like, change,
1: you know, change the
3: name like make it's your first name show. lake or the last name Pruitt. <laughs> yeah like, at least try Bla- to, fool, Rooid. Rooid. Yeah, least try to fool us no no i i'm I'm, I, I'm sure blake is like marcus he just wants to make sure the pics got right out and just sent it that's fine like thank you well welcome to the show blake welcome to the show um the, he, he is a first time regardless who you sent to uh all right i'll go through i'll go through uh instagram real quickly here uh wes scroggins who i think is also in the chat i believe as wes s in the youtube chat uh Covington versus Pore. Will Dustin actually take the fight? It's not a good fight for Dustin. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, Bryce Mitchell versus Calvin Cater. Mike should like that one. Mike, what did you what did you say? Do you like
1: that one? I mean, if they made it, I I would watch the hell out of it. It'd be a fine fight. I I think. I just think with where this division is right now, I think Cater is kind of in play for for the title picture. Um, he. I mean, Cater might be a win away. After that performance against Kiga yeah. and everything he was facing and coming off that loss and just where this division stacks right now, going season needs some fresh matchups, and I feel like Cater is probably a win away from getting there. Uh, if they made it great, I, I could definitely see the UFC trying to put that fight together. I could definitely see it happening. Um, that's kind of why I like the Emmett idea because it's, it's right there. I mean, it's if like maybe a half a tier or one tier below where Cater and Ortega are right now because I probably put those two guys side by side at this point and then emmett and mitchell probably like right below that but if they made it I, i'd be i'd be super intrigued by it absolutely uh yeah i i would be intrigued by it as well i'm not against it i'm not against it i don't know
3: if it's the if it's what i would pick for Bryce mitchell but i understand why yeah, people are in that direction um uh holland versus demolidor again uh and west frights this is the only option all other entries are incorrect This is the correct answer yeah i thought i'd see more of this yeah i like that i, I thought i'd see more Carlos Torres Buckley Cazeres uh, fun night of fights not a fan of Colby at all but he really dominated Miles at all yeah I, I, I agree I can't stand the man uh, pers- as personality or how he, how he markets himself but boy uh, I, I don't know if I'm the only one I, I find uh, Colby Covington's fights really fun to watch I don't know if you agree Mike and not just the Usman ones like I think like his style is really entertaining
1: I, I He doesn't because of the shtick and because of that. I, I mean, I honestly think – I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Mm-hmm. I really don't. And I, I think most people would still – I think most people will come out and say, love him or hate him, he's the second best welterweight on the planet, and that's a 100% fact. But I think his overall performances – and I think what he did last night, and you and I talked a little bit off air about this because you had brought this up to me. I don't think Covington's getting enough credit for that performance. I mean, this was not yeah. – this was not – a crotch-sniffing win. This was a pillow-to-post big brothering. Like I mean, this was a beating. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I scored a 50-43. I thought Colby got a 10-8 in the third and a 10-8 in the fifth. This fight was not... There was a moment, a brief moment, where Covington just kind of maybe felt himself a little too much, and he got cracked in the fourth round, and things got a little hairy. But Covington recovers so well. It didn't take him that long to get back into what he was doing. And then he stole all the momentum at the end of the round. So this is a beating. This is a beating. This is an impressive performance. I think this exceeded even most people's expectations heading into the fight. I don't think, I think people expected Mazadal to, I think people expected Covington to win a dominant decision, but I thought Mazidal would be live throughout. And he wasn't, he wasn't live throughout this fight. The end of the second round, the momentum completely changed outside of that one punch. He landed in the fourth. This is all Colby.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, and like I said, I, 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 really do not like the man at all. But separating how I feel about him with his performances, he's really, I think, one of my favorite welterweights to watch. Uh, his, his fights are really extraordinary. Um, uh, Carlos Torres, uh, uh Torres, Carlos Torres, uh, RDA versus Mike Chandler, another one. I, I'm kind of digging that. Uh, he's into Holland, Dan- D. Rod. I think a lot of people are campaigning for that. Uh, Spivak versus Derek Lewis. If you're Spivak, you would love to get that fight because I do feel like he thinks he's he's a strong grappler. Um, and and yes, uh, Derek Lewis, you know, uh, has that that just just stand up, <laughs> takedown defense and grappling defense. But if you're Spivak and get that fight, man, that's a that's a good one to try to get. I mean, you could also just get swanged and banged into oblivion, but definitely worth the risk. And <laughs> Carlos has so many religious uh, UFC fighters tonight. Yeah, we had a nice moment with uh, Barbosa and uh, Mitchell after, right? So many religious UFC fighters tonight. Has there ever been a satanic MMA fighter? <laughs> uh, Probably. Openly satanic? I mean, openly satanic? I don't know, but uh, it would not surprise me what some of these guys uh, and gals get up to in their spare time. So uh, thank you, Carlos. Uh, Matt Bradbury, always coming with a ton of good picks. I apologize, guys. I'm not going to be able to read all these this week. Um, uh, you, you mentioned this one, Mike, and I wanted to comment on it. Tim Elliott versus the Cop-Moderji uh, winner. I really need to see Tim Elliott and Cop fight. I just think that would be so much friggin' fun. I'd love to see it. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, you know, that's why. it, would be it fun. could be ugly because it's kind of a weird like mix of styles, but I think it's a it's a mix of styles in a fun way. So I'd like to see that. Um, be, I, I just I just think I you know, uh, it just makes. Brings the best slash worst out of everyone. So I'm I'm really into it. Uh a lot of ones we've already had. Jalen Turner versus Mike Davis. It's a banger. Yeah. Uh, he's with you, man. Spivak and Romanov. I think mean, there might be no choice at this point. You got to give Romanov somebody, and you should give him someone who's winning. And uh Spivak certainly, certainly fits that bill. Um, thank you, Matt Badbury with me. Kevin Holland, Gunnar Nelson. Yes, I know. I think it's gonna happen. This is this is a this is a prediction, not a uh not a what could happen. Uh Colby Townsend versus Dustin Poirier. Jorge Masvidal versus Jeff Neal? Nah. You know nah. that moves the needle from no. Does 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 Hori Masvidal know who Jeff Neal is? I think it's. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Could he pick Jeff Neal out of a, out of a lineup of five UFC fighters? I think he knows who Jeff Neal. Is. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt says anyway. He says it ain't gonna happen. He just likes it. So hey, Matt. Hey, you never know if that happens. There's your no point. I don't think anyone else is gonna suggest that. Uh, and Mayhead's also coming in with a ton of suggestions. Covington, winner, Berenschmajev, rebook, uh, RDA, Rafael Faziv uh nico negamarianu versus william knights yeah that could be a horrible 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 fight but i could also see them booking it uh turner versus Mondes.
1: oh man that would be a wild freaking fight <laughs> i have them. no like- no no I, I just you can't do that to, you, you can't do that to bahamondes right now it'd be a fight of giants mm-hmm. oh, i mean t- i have t- them t- pretty t- close t- together t- in my rankings
3: i gotta tell you ranking for me that make that makes a lot of sense even after Pajamande's Monday's lost his first fight, uh, where do I have Turner? I have Turner. Turner's
1: on f- four in a row, he right? Is, Three yeah, yeah, finishes? he is. But
3: you'd be surprised how low I have Turner. Um, just because I need to, I need him to. This, this is why I didn't mind the Hawk Press suggestion that you read earlier. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think, I don't think he is that far past Hawk Press. If we're being honest, but yeah. I'm very, I'm very tight with my rankings. People know it takes a lot. I, you, the easiest way to move up to my rankings is beat someone ranked above you, and he just hasn't really had to do that yet. But, I mean, if you're going just by results, I totally understand if you're throwing him in the top 20 already. it's amazing. Yeah,
1: impressive. I mean, it would be a crazy fight, but I'd, I'd, I'd like to see that down the
3: line. M uh, Mayheads, I also liked – What's this one that's caught my eye here. Um, gosh darn it. Uh, Klein versus winner of Jakizi versus Borshev. I don't mind that. Uh, anyway, oh, 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 Holland, Holland versus Magni, Max Griffin winner. Magni would be tough.
1: Mm, yeah. I don't like the Magni all tough that much. Matchup, tough if fight Magny wins, matchup. you could still do that. You could still do yeah, Griffin I mean Holland. So. Bahamanda's lost to John McDessey, right? Bahamanda's lost to John in his first fight. Was that, that was the debut, right? I think so. I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure, but I'm pretty sure it was that. And it was a pretty, I mean, it was it was a big brethren. Being honest. <laughs> uh
3: FFS 0807 says Jalen Turner versus Joel Alvarez. Determine who is the best lightweight that looks like a middleweight. Uh, Holland versus Domalador, Umar versus uh Hauni Barcelos. We're hearing from our man, our man from Nepal. Suman Yanjan, thank you. I haven't heard from this guy in a while. He gives, he gives us a, a Namaste. It's only their second time. So well, let me read out some of these. Uh Colby versus Hamza shamayev if he beats uh Gilbert Burns. Mitchell versus Giga Jakaze. Good test for both fighters. Giga's groundwork will be tested, as does Bryce's stand-up, and then the winner of the fight uh advances to the top of the division alongside Volk Holloway, Ortega, etc. Yeah, pretty simple, right? uh they're with me on RDA versus Dustin Poirier can't believe they haven't fought uh so it'll be fun to see two legends fight yeah that's my and that's my motivation behind it too uh and they just say thank you and Mike for all the hard work keep me entertained even in Nepal up in the mountains shout outs big big shout outs um Garrett Trammell uh didn't send in pics but they had a question uh they had a question do we, uh, not a, a, a statement, excuse me. We need more point deductions. First fight should have been in a draw, the Jacoby, uh, Alec, um, fight. I don't wouldn't mind that at all. If we're going to penalize so heavily, though, I like the spirit of the rule mindset in the Elliot versus Ulan fight fight. Illegal knee, but it was very close to legal. Arguable that the knee was racing off the ground. And by the way, when Elliot threw that, I don't think he cared whether it was legal or not. He just threw it <laughs> and got lucky. Uh, if points are easy to lose, that shouldn't be a point. The first fight, egregious, had an effect. Point, please. You could incorporate the stoppage button. Oh, I don't, I don't know about this. Have three main refs on the sidelines. If two of three say take a point, then it's a point. Oh god, no. The ref in the ring can call stoppage or point anytime. But I love this idea. Also, I think refs can handle having two buttons. I think this is fair. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts.
1: Uh, no, that, that's too much. That's too- <laughs> what if you drop what if you drop the handset? Like, what if it just falls out of his pocket and like it slams on the canvas with both buttons down? Like, that well, would have chaos. We can't I, have well, chaos. I, I
3: assume he meant. Only the two on the side would have a button. The ref is just his normal self. You have two referees on the side with buttons. I think not that the referee does not have a in the cage now button.
1: I will say and I know you hate to hear this. You you know I hate to hear sentences, you hate to hear sentences that begin with this, but Jed Mishou had a very good argument against that. No, he didn't, no, he didn't. Because if you institute things like that, MMA could catch up to other sports. Because the NBA the NBA is really bad at this. And it wasn't in the 80s and it wasn't in the 90s. But once fouls started to be more prevalent, mm. now we're seeing guys, I mean, we're seeing Academy Award-winning performances out there <laughs> from 15 miles away, a gust of wind blows, and we see LeBron James fly through the sky like he's freaking Superman. Okay. We don't want that in MMA. We don't want that to happen, especially if you're being a little more. It's a tough thing in MMA because again, with this pay structure. Wind show, all that crap. If we're didn't flat fees, maybe we don't see that. But with the wind show and we have these buttons and all these different things, I mean, good grief. We could see guys diving. We could see guys taking dives, faking eye <laughs> pokes, faking groin shots, like all that stuff. You can go to replay all you want, but you can still get a stoppage in the action. Um, And the referee's decision, honestly, is final. Like once you make a decision, you can't go to replay. And we could be in – I mean – MMA could be a long night. Like some of these nights are really long anyways. Sheesh. We we could be getting lots of stoppages, man. Like I don't we, mind we have it. to find a way to make it like centered yeah. somehow, but it's really tough to do.
3: I don't mind it as much. Uh, I agree. You don't want to break the rhythm that much, but uh, I don't know rules rule for me and if it helps people get it right then I'm into it
1: uh like put it this way I'd rather just take be- points just take them sure sure like on the first one like but if, i'd rather when you, when you do that when you have the discussion in the back when uh-huh. the referee goes to the two fighters and says here's what we're doing you just go out and you say listen if you poke them in the eye I'm taking a point you kick them in the nuts you're taking a point like we're no bull no bullshit. like as soon as you do something I'm taking a point I'll say this, I, I'm more in favor of more, replay, of more replay
3: and more, you know, point scrutiny than I am of uh, open scoring. There, I said it. I said it. We don't, we don't have our usual goons here to make the case for open scoring. I don't want to open up that discussion. And that's why I'm saying it because they're not here. I don't want to get into it. Uh, shout out to New York, Rick. He knows what I'm talking about. We don't, we're, we're tired of this, this chitter chatter. Uh, all right. Uh, that was Instagram. I've uh, got a couple of emails here. Uh, Casey Carpenter is taking us for the great coverage. Week. Casey, thank you always for tuning in and sending nice emails. Casey always opens their emails with, uh, with a nice comment. Um, uh Jacoby versus Uzdemir. That's a big jump up. I mean, I, I'm not saying and he's experienced. I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm saying rankings-wise, but
1: I think that'd be a very competitive fight. I want to see Jacoby take some time off. Okay. Heal up. Like, I mean, it, it was even more impressive just knowing how how hurt Jacoby was. Like, he didn't kick at all. I think he threw like I don't even know if he threw a single kick in that fight. Maybe one. But I mean that's half of Jacoby's game right there. And he won, he basically outboxed Mikhail Ogzeych and won the fight with without his major weapons. Yeah. So that's impressive, man. Jacoby's Jacoby's legit, legit. This is a great story. Much like Julian Arosa, this is one of those under the radar stories that should be tough getting, getting talked about more. Um, sure. Maybe you want to throw him in there with Ozemir, go for it. But I kind of don't want to. I don't want to stop that train. Like, I like kind of like the progression. They're going like, I kind of like the Kutalaba rematch idea. Sure. I mean, it was a draw. I'd, I'd like to see those guys fight again. Kobe uh, seven, seven or six fight. I think six fight on beat streak in the UFC. Pretty good.
3: Pretty good. Uh, Rodriguez versus the winner of Andrade versus Lemos. Uh, because Carla better get the title fight. I think we can have Carla get the title fight and not have Marina have to fight again, but I do, I would love to see her fight Lemosh at some point. Uh, and just Andrade, frankly, but uh uh, I don't know. If anything, if Lamoche beats Entourage uh, in, in, I just pronounced her last name like three different ways, in impressive fashion, um, Lamoche really is putting herself in line for a title shot at some point. So, But it'd have to be impressive. It'd have to be impressive. Uh, I noticed people lost a lot of faith in her in that very narrow win over um, Angela Hill. Uh, I don't like this. Turner versus Alexander Hernandez. They're going in different directions. They're going in different directions. I don't I don't like that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let me jump ahead here for, for Casey's picks Colby versus Connor. If Connor comes back and doesn't get his undeserved title shot, uh, but he will probably get the shot. I enjoy the madness in the press conferences. Those two would give us complete madness going to the fight. Um for my, initial, for my official pick, I'll go with Gilbert Burns because or lose next month. Uh, Burns isn't getting a title shot. Oh, boo. Boo. No, your official pick should be Colby versus Connor. I like that one.
1: I actually and- I actually thought that was a kind of a misstep for Colby. Like, I I like I I did I'm okay with the, the Poirier fight if they make it because Poirier is a name, but I think if Colby went out there and just blasted Connor like there'd be a lot of buzz behind that there would be there would I mean love it or hate it you might think it's a nightmare matchup for Connor and you're probably right about that um and the it it would be a probably brutal build if we're being honest but I mean Colby's in this weird spot right now where he wants to get to that third fight and if he goes out there and just bolts connor like it just dominates him and, and finishes him somehow and puts him away i mean usman can't deny him at this point like i know it's not a big boost in the meritocracy world but i mean you get a lot of buzz going out there and stopping connor man like i, th- I and i think connor would be interested in that fight i think connor would be interested in it so i kind of think i kind of think he made a little misstep there but i mean it's not the end of the world not the end of the world uh, Casey also says, uh,
3: "Ask me uh, one last thing. Please do your Dana White impression on more shows." Oh, you mean uh, you mean the Dana White impression? <laughs> hey, uh, oh, it's, uh, hey, uh, hey, I'm Dana. Oh, I'm Dana White. Uh, hey, hey, uh, hey, you're hey, you're a dummy. Hey, you're a dummy.
1: Uh, Dana White, take my wife, uh, please.
3: Hey, hey uh, oh, uh, you guys in the media, just no respect. Uh, no respect. You guys never give me any respect. Oh, oh, boy.
1: Oh boy, Rodney, Rodney Danafield. Rodney Danafield. Um, I'm working
3: on it. I'm working on it. You know, uh, listen, <laughs> I good. like I like Rodney. All right, <laughs> and uh, Zach left coming in. Spivak versus Arlovsky. I think we saw someone mention this before. Uh, if not, if not today on on the post fight show. Um, Nico versus Pracknell. Is is, is uh, Martin Pracknell still in the UFC? Sorry, it's such a rude thing. I think to so. Say RDA versus the loser of Oliveira Gaethje. Uh, I would love to see him fight Justin Gaethje someday. I think it's just, it's just, it's just it's such a fun matchup. Um, so I'm into that. So, Zach, I like the suggestion. Uh, Oliver too. Oliver too, would be a great fight. But obviously, I'm guys, everyone knows I'm leaning towards uh, the Bronx to defend and uh, someday and then beat Makachev and then someday bring uh, Khabib Nagamagamatov out of retirement. I'm not giving up on that. I'm not giving up on that. Uh, all right. We got a pretty long show already. So I'm going to blow through some of these uh, Otno picks from Twitter. Thank you, the emailers. Thank you, the Instagrammers. Uh Chris says Susan Kobe versus Don Jung. Thank you, Chris. Sam Hancock. Uh just anything new here. Uh Holland versus Nico Price. Uh Nico needs to get some wins, but I mean, that was kind of that would be kind of a fun wild matchup, right? I mean, it's popular. It's been a popular one. Sure, sure. Uh Timmy Osho. Jacoby versus, oh, we mentioned uh, Jimmy Crute. Guys, Crute, again, is, he's got pages these Instagram posts, guys. He's uh, he's dealing with an injury. Jalen Turner versus Tiago Moises. That'd be interesting. That's, that's an interesting clash of styles there. Yeah, I, I'm down uh miles hutton back for some matchmaking after another okay. long night of fights in the uk and i've got the energy to contribute miles just uh, can't you just record these things and, and watch them in the morning my goodness that is uh that is tough let's see guys this is why we don't complain about staying up late because i don't know how you guys do it over in uh in europe when you actually watch these things live just completely insane uh rda versus fazee if needed mitchell versus movsar of uh, i don't want to have to put these guys against you that's a fight that'll happen someday and it'd be a great one we don't we don't need to what's to, to, uh, fighting so he's did, did he what, what, what did he what's his fight now he's fighting Danny gay oh you mentioned that before he's fighting Danny okay yeah, that's a great that's a big uh, that's that's a good move up from Toporia because again I, I have Ige ranked pretty highly right so put in the top my top 10 uh, Jalen Turner versus Damir is Magulov. that'd be a tough test another Nico versus uh, uh Morose versus Barber they don't mention the matchup so I don't know if they think Barber's gonna win or it's win or lose uh, Umar versus John Castaneda. Ye sure. Okay. Man, Bantamweight is good. <laughs> Gosh darn it, Bantamweight is good. Um, Kevin Dwyer, Ludovic Klein versus Jonathan Pierce. Uh, they're with me with Elliot versus Alex Perez. Umar versus Cody Stamen. Uh, Cody needs other fights to sort of build himself back up. I don't, I don't like using him as like a stepping stone for Umar. I think that's a bit, uh, a bit rough uh kevin holland versus jeremiah wells sure and uh kevin writes rda is in a really bad position everyone above him is already booked so we're not going to fight him i'm going to take a long shot say he gets a mcgregor fight when connor returns gosh i would just love for the universe to just write itself and for us to finally see that but uh i think that is long 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 past sean haywood klein versus uh ricardo hamos uh Ricardo hamos is he fighting at featherweight now he is he has been right I, yeah Okay, I'm not great. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting him uh, mixed up with someone else. So, uh, yeah, if, if Klein can make featherweight, I know he probably does want to go back down, but he's had trouble making that weight in the past, so this fight was 155. He may just want to stay there. I don't know, but uh, sure, 145 is, is, is an option for him. Uh, Nega Mariani versus Alonzo Minifield. I like that a lot. Oh, no. Rodriguez versus Zhang Weili. Why? Why do this to either of them? Why? <laughs> it's a great fight. Just,
1: I, 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 I'm, I'm not ready for that yet. I mean... Yeah, I don't it doesn't make sense. I mean, if if you're not if, if Marina's gonna take a fight with anybody that's not for the title, is Yuan is the pick. It's not Zhang. Um, but I think the UFC really wants to, to put uh, Zhang Wei Lee, Yuanna too together. I've I a I have a feeling that's what we're gonna see when Yuanna gets back in there. Um, Marina's gotta fight for the belt next. And if for something happens and they can't put that fight together, sure, try to get Marina and Yuana. Yuana doesn't seem all that thrilled about it, but it which is crazy because literally everybody wants to see that fight. That seems to be like the most consistent matchmaking is Marina versus Joanna. And it has been since even before the McKenzie Dern win. So we'll see. Uh, Steven brighter. Uh, I like what I'd say, uh, Jalen Turner is a monster
3: monster. Step up against, uh, Grant Dawson. Uh, he's, he's giving up on Dawson and, uh, Diego Pajada happening. It's fine. Uh, Kevin Holland enter Nico price. So a lot of people want to see that one. Uh, at AO, it's dad. RDA versus McGregor feels like the perfect time. Bring this back six years later. We'd love to see RDA get this match/slash opportunity. And if McGregor loses, he fights Masvidal after his rematch with Nate. So it doesn't really matter for McGregor. Um, really more of an opportunity for, for RDA. Uh, and Mitchell versus Giga, both very different, equally impressive uh, victories over Barbosa. Uh, both their most impressive victories in the UFC. Sure. Uh, hashtag styles make fights. Yeah, I agree. It's an interesting one. Four Corner Sports and why, I know it's already chimed in on our YouTube show. Uh, here's some good ones. Yan Nan versus Amanda Hibas. Uh, what do we got? Edson Barbosa versus Dawadu. Was that booked before? Is that another one that's fallen through? Um, it sounds so, or just maybe one that's been thrown yeah, maybe. out, but on, on one maybe. that's been thrown out in our show a lot. I think, yeah, yeah. I think it's, that's just a, a very popular ought no pick. Um, yeah, I, I, we would love to see that happen at some point. Uh, Spivak versus Pacaporta. Sure. Pacaporta
1: <laughs> versus anybody is, uh, is must watch television. Although uh, I want to see, Pacquiao has got to fight Andrei Arlovski, though. That's a fight. <laughs> that, was, that was so beautiful, music to my ears. Mike, that act, that
3: uh, that Boston accent. Uh, Nico versus uh, Eeyore Poteria. Did you did you even remember that he was supposed to fight Eeyore Potteria before uh, that fight fell through?
1: No, I did not.
3: I honestly, this week, I apologize to uh, to Poteria. I did I did not know that uh, he was supposed to make his USA debut and was replaced by Enzalduku. Uh, Brian Keller versus Bryce Mitchell in a rap freestyle contest. Uh, I'm, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her chicken and waffles, by the way, <laughs> Umar and versus, uh, miles Johns. I, I like, that. I think that's another good test. Oh, mm, coming off a loss. No, I don't like it. How about this, Mike? We always talk about just keeping the Jim Miller train rolling to, uh, to UFC 300, uh,
1: Klein versus Jim Miller. No, I don't like it <laughs> too many, too many UFC fights for Jim or, or too, It's either too many or not enough. Like you yeah. know what I mean? You, you want can, another debut? I got debuting guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the train. You you either fight like a contender series guy who's making his debut, or you fight a ult- guy coming off the Ultimate Fighter, or you fight a guy with like thirty UFC fights, or, or I mean basically it's like that's the direction. You either get the, the 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 last two guys you've been fighting, the Eric Gonzalez's of the world's making their debuts, or you get like Cerrone or Lozon, whoever comes out of that. Anything in between doesn't make any sense clearest values uh a lot of the same picks here there again they also thrown out Jalen
3: turner versus hack brass i really like that spivak versus the Docus blades loser big step up but again he can only go up from here like alex i i am just outside the top 15 so if he's gonna fight someone higher than him that might be one of his only options and um if, if
1: blades wins it's not much of a step up though like it, like uh, Doc has uh, dropped uh, Doc to has. like the bottom end of the top 15, which is kind of yeah. where Spivak's at. So, sure. yeah, it'd be if it, it blades, yes, yeah, true. That, that makes a lot of it, sense.
3: Like. I like that. So, clear values, thank you for that. Uh, at Fastbender J Holland versus Randy Brown, man, people really missed the Randy Brown and uh, Cass Williams announcement on Saturday and uh, Marina versus uh, Joanna.
1: Yeah, we all want to see Marina versus Joanna except uh, Joanna. So, we'll yeah, see. so so if you miss it, just real quick, May 7th, UFC 274, they announced like seven fights and made it official. Uh, the Golovin-Tashera Yuri Prahashka fight, which actually, looking at this card right now, could have really, like this card really could have used that fight. Uh, it's Olivera Gaichi. Right now, the second fight down is Ovin Saint Peru versus Shogun Hua Two. Uh, Ruggiero De Lima versus Ivanov Cerrone Lozon. Randy Brown Chaos Williams, a good fight. Uh, we reported some of these. Macy Chiesaun versus Norma Dubon at 145. Ren Royval versus Matt Schnell. Francisco Trinaldo versus Danny Roberts. That's the card right now. Uh, it's going to need some help. A lot of veterans. A lot of veteran names. A lot of veterans. But it's going to need yeah, some help. Especially coming off of 273, which is just an insane-looking card right now. Uh, at UFC MMA Newsnet,
3: Spivak versus Tabura. They fought already, I think, and Tabura beat him, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, I mean, you could run it back, but I I don't know if... yeah, uh... it's a couple of years ago now. Sure, you could run it back. You can run, Yeah, you know what? You know what? I was going to call that pick out. I actually that's not crazy you could actually run that one back uh Brayden O'Neill uh throws out a bunch of picks I'll read their comment I don't think Covington will get Poirier or the Adesanya Whitaker fight so I think he'll be forced to fight either Luke or Muhammad yeah I hope so uh season the next two title shots are already claimed by Edwards and Burns Shamaya winner yeah that's good logic I think I think that's that's about right uh Marcus he calls this the custom-made camouflage edition of on to the next one uh holland versus means i actually like that i've given up on on lobbying for robbie <laughs> oh, if only man. because means means like booked a fight with jeremiah wells that fell through so he's clearly i don't know is not lobbying for robbie so um i'm okay we're accepting means matchups again uh, okay turn- when did yes. when,
1: when did dr alan grant turn into such a grump
3: what did I he i see alan. i haven't been
1: able to see it uh yeah he's turning, i don't he's, he, know. he's, alan, been, a, he's he, been grumpy he, all episode yeah, he's
3: just trolling you know he's just trolling yeah he's being he's just trolling <laughs> uh, Turner versus uh, Kutas Latze Klein versus Steven Peterson assuming he's going back to 145 I do think that would be his plan oh I like this Nurmagomedov versus Nate Manis <sighs> so let's go yeah let's God, so many good fights at 135 uh, thank you Marcus again apologies guys I, I can't go through all these we're approaching two hours in the show and I just want to I don't want us to go too too long uh, Liam Perry always sending in a lot of great picks uh, so my heart hurts for uh, for Alex Oliveira. I like him hate to see him in a four fight skid um he likes the Rodriguez call out for Holland a lot. Uh Anis went with Lee Jingliang, Rodriguez, a much better fight. Um and Oliver luckily likely gets cut, but if not, the Matt Brown are Barbarino loser. I could see him not getting cut and I could see him getting that fight. So I actually think that's a that's a pretty pro- smart pick. Um yep. Mitchell versus Yair. I don't know if Yair wants that smoke right now.
1: I like the fight, but
3: I do like the fight. And I do still think that Mitchell has to do a lot more in the uh has a lot more to learn in the striking. So one more win. One more win, then you could do it uh toke girding jensen uh morose versus mandy Baum, uh normago meta versus yanez again it's a fight we all would love to see love to see that fight uh another tyson Nam mentioned for tim elliott um there you go there's mitchell versus Evloev. EGE winner uh covington poirier and masvidal is no man's land's vision we're down to fun when all fights let's have him do uh, uh him and wonder boy rematch so yeah it's possible uh just a few more here guys hayes the third Holland good win for Holland. I say give him one more test. Uh, match him with Morano. Seems like Murano should be down for a fight soon, which would help if uh, Holland wants to get out there soon. Uh, Spivak versus the Shamil Pavlovich loser. We could get hashtag Sergey and Sergey. I agree. Uh Nico Mariano Ed Herman. I feel like that was booked for some reason, but it probably um, yeah. was. Ed was Herman's alive. probably been booked against the <laughs> <political> <laughs> guy <laughs> in this division. And not, and not actually fought. Uh, Thomas Collins. Masvidal versus Leon Edwards yeah like we said we want to see that one at some point hear me out Shamayev beats Burns Dana will cancel Leon's tele shot in favor of Shemaev, which he's known to do Leon will be without an opponent Jorge a good candidate given their previous beef not the fun I want but it could uh, it could play out that way yeah we have to see that at some point Barry O'Reilly guys I'm really sorry I can't read some of these comments you guys I love I love the input uh, and I will hopefully get to respond to you directly on social media spivak Romanov people are talking about it Turner versus Dawson very popular uh Negu Mariana versus Don Jung yes morose versus melissa Gatto. i think Gatto has a fight uh if i'm not mistaken i swear i swear she got booked um but Keep my rolling is Keep known rolling. to I'll be yeah memory is it. known to be fuzzy on these things she does not um for what, what did they say for the top of the card uh rda conor mcgregor yeah i'm in that jorge maswell tony ferguson Another one another one that more than likely won't happen, but I think Tony'd be wise to move to 170. I think him versus Mazadal would be the people's main event of the year. Makes wow. sense where both fighters are in there. has no one mentioned that?
1: That's a great that's actually a great pick. That,
3: I wish I'd see if I if I had organized these before, Barry O'Reilly, you would have gotten the last, I think the last read. Thank you, Barry. Uh, that might be morning. that
1: might actually be the correct answer. I like uh
3: Orin Sleepwalker, RDA versus Olivera, GT loser, Moicano, Brad Riddell. Would love to see him versus Byron Green. Just doesn't seem fair to have one of them on a on a two loss streak. Okay, sure. Uh, coming to him, we'll get Poirier because reasons. Uh, Dustin Gedko, Tim Elliott versus Charles Energy Johnson. Oh, we're going uh, we're going outside the UFC here, Bring this guy in, apparently. Johnson, Ella face down. out. Well overdue for UFC competition. No need to slow roll him with unknown unranked. He also has a wonky fun fighting stance. This matchup would be fun. Introduction for UFC fans. So uh, tough. I mean, tough first UFC fight. But Dustin, maybe you're onto something. Maybe they just give Tim Elliott a fun fight and uh, apparently a well-known uh LFL, lfa fighter. i apologize for my for not knowing me not being familiar and uh nick nugger mariano versus johnny walker reason for the matchup very obvious johnny's opponent they'll give him opportunities to style on and get back on track i'm not sure he can't style on uh on uh, nugger mariano to be honest with you. i don't think i
1: don't think any i don't think anybody no. can style on and on nugger <laughs> mariano did you see this i mean this guy just gets punched in the face for like a, he's a professional take punches in the face yeah. fighter this dude <laughs> gets hit a thousand times the even the alexa came. remember the alexa camer fight that dude got yeah. molly all yes. night like he, he got hit it. he got punched in the face 500 times by alexa camer that was like the best alexa Kamer performance of all time and nega was just like all right uh
3: <laughs> and he won the fight lucas, lucas shill back just asking for an auto no point for shevchenko santos i actually remember multiple people suggesting that uh even though it was a two 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 everybody much, take that fight yeah so a shared point for everyone for us uh, shevchenko santos and uh they just said uh, they, uh you and mike are hardcore for doing two shows so close together with so little sleep well ho- we're almost done here so they go uh, last one here yes. cody hartman it's been a long time uh cody says colby versus dustin masvidal Wonderboy. boy ah, so there's some buzz behind this rematch rebook rda fazee uh, Mitchell versus Burgos. Hear me out. Everyone from what I can see is paired up above Mitchell, and I want Giga versus Emmett. There really is no one above him other than Max available. Burgos, one of the most underappreciated fighters in this division. Bangers all day. Stylistic mismatch. Burgos, huge for the division. If Mitchell can handle him, oh, boys. I didn't like that looking at it, but I think that's some pretty good logic there. I agree. And uh, Umar versus Stamen, Marina versus Joanna, Spitback, Orlovsky. So uh, <laughs> great card. Always a pleasure. Also, uh, F greg hardy i tried not to mention him as much as i can on the show guys but a lot of people express this kind of f greg hardy sentiment and i just want you to know if i even though i didn't read it out i support it and uh i last one mike i gotta shout out my my old roommate mitch sanderson uh <laughs> hanging out in uh in nova scotia or pi i'm not sure where he is now but over there on the on the other side of canada uh, a couple of auto suggestions he wants masvidal versus Luki muhammad loser holland versus uh nico price so uh shout outs love you mitch miss living with you a former roommate of mine, but uh, that is it guys. That is it. Wow. Hit us up. I know what a show we've got. Uh, holy, set, moly. holy moly. Everyone hit me up on Twitter at Alexander Kaley <laughs> on Instagram at Alexander K Kaley on uh, email, Alex Lee at SB nation.com.
1: You go Twitter. at underscore jr. Instagram M underscore heck jr. Uh, that's it. UFC 272. We're not in the book yet. Cause we're going to talk about it more. I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about it on the MA hour tomorrow. Uh, no idea who Ariel's gonna have on. I have a couple of thoughts. Actually, I know there's like I know one person for sure is gonna be on it. Um, so stay tuned for that. And next week we got more matchmaking to do because we got UFC Vegas 50. UFC Vegas 50, headlined by Tiago Santos versus Magomed Ankalaev, Marlon Moraes versus Song Dong and the co-main event, Alex Caceres, Sodiq Yusuf. Khalil Roundtree, Carl Roberson, Drew Dober, Terrence McKinney, Bruno Silva versus Alex Pajeta. Wow, this card is sneaky good.
3: I love that fight so much.
1: Matthew, I I hate that someone (laughs) has to lose, but what a great (laughs) fight. Matthew Sammelsberger versus AJ Fletcher. I believe he's making his debut. JJ Aldrich, Jillian Robertson stepping in. Trevin Jones, Javid Basharat. That's his debut. That's a great fight. Sabina Mazo, Miranda Maverick, Cody Brundage, Dalcha Lagambula, Guido Canetti versus Chris Butignio. Chris Butignio is back. And Tafan and versus Azamat Mirzakanov. This is a. This is the best fight night card of the year. Is it not? Ooh. This is the best fight night on card on paper. Of the
3: year. Yeah, on paper, this is this is really good. I do think. No, you know, I'm not gonna bring in any negativity. Yes, this is a great card. I'll, I'll, well we can, we have plenty of time to nitpick uh, later in the week. But I yeah, I love it. And yeah, I, I, and a big shout outs again to Terrence McKinney for uh that's a high that's a high risk fight. I mean, Drew Dover was ranked in the UFC uh, not too long ago. So uh, this is a step up. It's a very dangerous guy to fight on short notice. But hey, people are high on McKinney. If he gets this win, flying up these rankings faster than any could have any one of us
1: could have predicted indeed so that is it we are done for AK. i am mike hack remember the golden rule of Otno. don't take the stuff too seriously mma is supposed to be fun we had fun with all of you and we'll have more fun next week right here and on to the next one the podcast thank you very much enjoy the rest of your day see you later you're listening to the vox media podcast network